welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that answers the age-old question. What are we most looking forward to in 2022? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the rooster to my hangman. It's Ty McGowan. What's up, dude? Hey, you know what? I don't have a problem with Miles Teller as much as you do, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was like, what's coming out this year? What would be a fun thing to to make ourselves? Oh, cool, the Top Gun guys. I'm definitely not Miles Teller. Plus, I hope he dies 30 minutes into this movie. We just get Glenn Powell and Tom Cruise hanging out. Plus, you know, Rooster has a pretty sick mustache in the trailers, and I think I can yeah. grow a better mustache than you can. You 100% can <laughs> grow a better mustache than me. It, like, I've got a little bit of a part in the center of mine, and also mine, like, doesn't fully connect to my beard. It's, yeah, my you can, you're definitely much better at growing facial hair than I am, so you, yeah. you get that. But yeah, I'm used I get to, to be I get to be Glenn Powell, so I'm thrilled. Yeah, more than of course you are. With that. <laughs> So you're in charge of literally making the comparisons. So of course you would make yourself Glenn Powell. I'm not surprised whatsoever. Yeah. I'd make me Glenn Powell, you Miles Teller, all is right with the world. <laughs> this all fits. Um, so we are going to talk about the things that we're most looking forward to coming up this year. So it's things in media, basically like movies, TV. I don't, I don't, uh, there, there's some that we've aren't got some media. events. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I've got an event on mine, but just kind of anything, Anything happening or that's supposed to happen this year? I I personally, I didn't want to do anything that was like scheduled to come up in my personal life this year. That felt like a weird route to go. So I was just like big, broad events or things that are coming up this year. I, I literally have nothing to look forward to in my real life. So it's all. <laughs> yeah. Another reason I don't want to get into it. It's kind of sad to talk about sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to working at the same dead-end job I've been working at for the past year and a half. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm bummed. Let's just cancel the episode. Um, um, also, wait. Our listeners should look forward to, if they don't know about it yet, we have our own Discord now. Yeah. And yeah, obviously... to finally create a Discord server. Yeah. Danny will talk about it more during the break and, and let you know how to join and all that. But yeah, we've started Discord. Uh, free to join, obviously, because... We have yeah. zero grounds to make anyone pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, we're basically uh, mooching off two different discords, so it mm-hmm, seems mm-hmm. weird to yeah, make a well, pay. Well, I think this is a step in the right direction because we're like this was partially in an attempt to mooch off of those other two discords less. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to give our show like uh, their own spot to be discussed and not just like in the Mad About Movies and 70 millimeter just clogging up their discord server. This felt like a step in the right direction. Yeah, and you know, possibly in the near future, experimenting with some live episodes, maybe. So Mm -hmm. look out for that. A lot of freedom to do a lot of stuff like that. Gives on it also just like we only have so many ideas for episodes. Yeah, we have to literally move to our own (laughs) ideas. podcast ideas of people created an episode ideas channel that's honestly kind of hopping i'm so thankful that people are filling that uh that ideas channel up because we are just we're running on fumes with what we can come up with the two episodes on so now i feel like we're never gonna run out but uh okay uh if you're ready i don't think i have anything else i need to hit um your list a all right so i did kind of do an honorable mentions theme these are all movies, but they're basically just movies that I honestly don't know if they're actually going to come out okay. this year. Aren't I was just very confused if they're going to come that's out. That's kind year of a not. disclaimer for my entire list. Like, there's a chance that all of this gets pushed back. It's fine. 
Yeah. And I also kept, I only have two movies in my top 10, so I didn't want to do it too movie heavy. I wanted to kind of spread the wealth. Um, but first one up, Top Gun Maverick. It's been pushed yeah. back twice. Not really sure when that's going to come out. I hope to God that they listen to this podcast and schedule it for July 4th because it makes the most sense. Uh, it's honestly so many times. insane that they were trying to make this a Thanksgiving weekend movie. So like, what do you do? This is the yeah. most summer movie of all time. Yeah. it's it's If you're not scheduling this July 4th weekend, then you're dumb. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't work in the movie industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my first honorable mention. Second honorable mention, Mission Impossible Seven. Ooh, because I miss I missed this one. This should be on my list. It's one of the greatest movie franchises of all time, and we just got the greatest Mission Impossible with Mission Impossible Fallout. So like Yeah. And this I think this is the one where they're going to space. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. I just I this probably should be on my list, but I'm also just like, how are you gonna top Fallout? Like, oh no, uh, you can't. You can't top fall. You can't top fall. But you can still make a good Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I'm pretty there's excited for that. Been edge, one there's one bad Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, there's literally like 40 things I'm looking forward to coming out this year, and so I had to whittle down somewhere. But that just missed the cut. Yeah. I also um, wanted a little more diversity on my list because my my first cut, like my first pass at this was 13 movies, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I got to change it up. I got to cut some somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then my third honorable mention is Apollo Ten and a Half: A Space Age Childhood. Richard Linklater's next movie. So it's Richard Linklater's next, mo- next movie. It's about um, a coming of age story about a kid living in Houston um, when the moon landing happened. So mm. um, it's starring uh, Jack Black and Zachary Levi. Um, it's the story but- of Robbie McGowan. <laughs> yeah, he was. Wait, what was '69? So he was three years old. When that Count it. The math. I don't Count know it. Linklater's done some weird stuff. Why not make a movie about a three-year-old in Houston? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's a Linklater movie. Of course, I'm looking forward to it. He's my favorite director. Um, but there's no year next to this in Letterbox. There's a year next mm-hmm. to it in IMDb, but I trust Letterbox a little bit more. So I'm not sure if this is if this does come out in 2022, it's for sure going to be Oscar season. Mm-hmm. So like November, December, something like that. Um, but it would kind of be cool to see like a Linkletter coming of age story. It set in the summer, come out mm-hmm. during the summer. I think that would be perfect. Yeah. Apollo 10 and a half is a cool name, too. Yeah. I like that name for it a lot. And it'd be interesting. I think this this I mean, reading the synopsis, it looks a little bit more dramatic um than like funny so it'd be i love like i would love to see jack black in in this role i think this might be his most like dramatic role that he'll take sweet possibly oh, god i love jack black could you imagine if this is like the greatest movie ever made and jack black gets an oscar i i'll believe it all day I love, jack black can do anything he'll never do any wrong in my i eyes. would I do you remember so do you remember when the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup and Alex Ovechkin just like went all over DC and was just getting <laughs> hammered like across yeah. the city? That's going to be me when Jack Black wins an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to party and get blackout for like four days straight. I'll be your driver. You can hang out the top of the car. Just Jack Black. Woo! It'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, cool. My honorable mentions, they're all video games. Um, I, Throughout the entirety of 2021, basically played no video games, just was not 
interested. Got into Animal Crossing a little bit because I was stressed out and needed to relax at the end of the year. But other than that, didn't really play very many video games. But I'm finally getting back into the swing uh, of playing games again. I restarted Red Dead 2. I'm having a blast with that. I think I'm going to start The Witcher after this. So I'm getting back into video games. And here's something I'm really looking forward to from this year. Um, the first one is Elden Ring. Um, it's an upcoming action RPG directed by Hidetaka Miyazaki and made in collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin. So George R.R. R. Martin like made the story for this epic fantasy RPG. Uh, cool. like it's, so it's not going to come out for another like five years. It's already been pushed <laughs> back. So we're already post like the first pushback, I think. Um, he just still so hasn't written the ending to the story. He's promising. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think this is the reason that he hasn't been like writing books and stuff. Like this and something else coming up later on my list are the reason that he just isn't writing books anymore. Honestly, like, are you surprised though? I mean, have you no. read his Game of Thrones books or attempted to? They're yeah, they're boring. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> of like course he was just like okay i'm gonna distract myself with a yep. video game <laughs> yep exactly um but it's it's supposed to be this massive epic world and fantasy story lots of character building it, it seems like like skyrim vibes but much darker um kind of if you want to try to put it in a box um seems like the kind of game that people will get like put hundreds of hours into trying to experience like all the side quests and building and customizing their character, which is very much the type of game that I'm into when I'm not playing like the chill, mindless Stardew Valley <laughs> Animal Crossing yeah. type games. Um, Elden Ring is set to release February 25th. So about a, almost a little less Shoot. than two months. So yeah. actually not that, which gives me hope that even if it does get pushed back, it'll be this year still yeah. sometime. So. Uh, my next honorable mention is Gotham Knights. Um, it's oh, a, yeah, yeah. another upcoming action RPG. This one's developed by WB Games. It's based on Batman and his supporting cast. Um, the game story takes place in a period of decline for Gotham City after Batman's apparent death. You get to play as Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood, who have gone their separate ways but must work together once more to restore justice to Gotham and prevent it from descending into chaos. Uh, we're going to get to encounter bad guys like Mr. Freeze and Penguin and a bunch of other cool Batman villains. Um, it just it sounds super rad. Batman games are extremely fun. Like pretty much all Batman games have been really fun, like all the Arkham games. Um, getting to play his Batman sidekicks, though, who are all going to have like their own personalities and their own special abilities and stuff. Sounds so cool. Yeah. Like it sounds super, super fun. Um, not sure of an exact release date. It just it has been promised that it'll come out this year, but of course that doesn't mean anything. But the latest reports say definitely this year, so I figured that's good enough to make it or give it a spot on my list. Was it by the same people that did all the Arkham Batman I games? Don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't dived that deep into the whole production side of it. I actually, I, I've tried not to look super far into this game because this seems like one that like, like lots of cool twists and turns and characters you'll get to meet that I want to be surprised by type thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So I tried to like get enough information on it to sell it and make it sound interesting without like spoiling a ton of it for myself. But yeah, I, I love the aspect of like playing as multiple different characters as like the main character that you're pulling the story through or like seeing the story through. And I just, I think Batman's sidekicks are all super cool. So I think this will be fun. Yeah. Um, the final video game on my list is Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh, um, coming up later for me. 
Heck yeah. Uh, upcoming open world action RPG set in the late 1800s in the Wizarding World and following a Hogwarts student of the player's creation. Uh, you get to explore Hogwarts, the Forbidden Forest, Hogsmeade, and a bunch of other locations in the Wizarding World that we're familiar with and some that we aren't. Um, you'll be able to cast spells, brew potions, tame magical beasts. I don't think there's been any word on whether or not you can play Quidditch at this point, so I'm going to assume no, because I would assume that would have been a big point, a big selling point up to uh, up to now. Um, but I, I just, I've been, me along with every other Harry Potter fan our age have been begging for an open world Harry Potter RPG for years now. <laughs> like yeah. we, we have all been desperately begging to create our own Hogwarts student, go to classes, pick our, pick our uh, house that we're in and like explore the wizarding world. So this is super exciting. There's no chance it lives up to the hype, but if it lives up to even a shred of the hype that we all have for it, then I'm, I'm super psyched for it. Yeah. I'll save my comments for that because I have it later on my list. Sweet. Those are my honorable mentions. Sweet. Okay. My number 10 is Stranger Things Season 4. Yeah, I love this show. Up too. Yeah. I love this show so much. I think this is the last season. Maybe. I know, I know they the creator said they didn't want to go past five seasons. So, I mean, this seems like it should be the last season. I don't know what else they would have to say after this, but – from all of the theories about the trailers and the trailers itself, like this looks like it's going to be nuts. Like, mm -hmm. I think they're talking about like some kind of time travel or whatever. There's like clips from the fifties, like going back way back in the day at the beginning of this trailer. It's crazy, but I'm so pumped to see like where they go from this. I want to know what that freaking clock means so bad. <laughs> That's all I keep seeing is that damn clock. Um, but I want to see what happens with that. I mean, I'm just so pumped for this. It's I'm already getting really excited for my rewatch of the first three seasons to prepare for the fourth season. Like I'm already pretty psyched about that because it's been so long since I watched stranger things that I'm I've forgotten stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be really exciting. But yeah, that's definitely coming up for me, uh, quite a bit later actually. Ooh. Uh, okay, my number 10 is a book, the only book on my list. It is The Lost Metal, uh, the seventh book in the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, you can... you can So uh, many books. You can zone out. It's fine. Um, the It's the fourth book of Mistborn Era 2, uh, a.k.a. the Wax and Wayne series. So it's... The original Mistborn trilogy is that. It's a trilogy. This is like set in the same world but a few hundred years later so it's not really a continuation of the story it's a totally different story in the same world so i guess that maybe that helps it feel not so massive and broken up a little bit um but it's set about 300 years after era one the wax and wayne series is about is about the exploits of Waxilium ladrian a wild west deputy forced to move into the big city um, the original mistborn trilogy is my favorite book series ever um, Era 2 is a big jump forward in time with all new characters that I really enjoy, but the same magic system as Era 1 that we get to just learn more about and learn like the evolution of it, which I'm really into. Um, it is set to release on November 15th, and Brandon Sanderson is actually one of the few authors in the world that is really good at meeting the dates that he sets, because all this dude does is write. He's got like multiple different series that he's working on and he's just constantly pumping out the best fantasy like modern fantasy in the world right now so cool that's it <laughs> yeah i just you, yeah that's why i told you to zone out i just needed a minute to talk about something i was into but we can go back to you i'm such a hypocrite. i mean i shake my head at that but like 
I'm so pumped about reading like a 700 page three book yeah. biography on Teddy Roosevelt. So like, I know, like it, you're you're into <laughs> you're into stuff like this too. It's just this specifically isn't what you're into, so yeah. you're gonna dunk on it because that's just who you are, and that's okay. I love reading very long book series as long as they're about like dead presidents or World War II. Or something like that. <laughs> See, I love reading very long book series as long as they're about like magical swords and stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay, my number nine, it's definitely going to be on your list, but the Lord of the Rings TV show. Yep. I literally know nothing about this whatsoever. All I know is there will be a Lord of the Rings TV show, and it's happening before the the Fellowship trilogy, I think, right? Don't it's worry, I've like, got more info on it later. Okay, well, I don't. all I know is it's happening before that, and that's it. That's all I know, but I'm so pumped. I I hope it's better than the Hobbit series or Hobbit trilogy. I'm assuming that it will because they're kind of they can kind of work from anything. They basically have the world already set up for them. It's just their own storylines. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped to s- spend more time in this universe. Don't worry, listeners. One of us did some research, so I'll give you some concrete information later. But see, like I almost don't want to. I almost want to know the least I can going. This seems yeah, like a series that, like, going into I, it blind would almost be like enjoyable. I've got production information, and I'm avoiding like any plot information. Yeah, so. that's basically um, what I mean. All I know is just like yeah. the time it takes place. That's it. Yeah, I got you. Cool. Uh, my number nine is the Batman. Oh. Uh, Upcoming superhero movie based on the DC Comics character, Batman. It's another reboot of the Batman film franchise directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, your boy, uh, Jeffrey Wright, and more. Uh, Batman's cool. I like Batman a lot. There's not a whole, like, do I have any faith at all that this movie will be good? No, of course not. (laughs) It has been proven time and time again that these people don't know how to make movies. Um, But I'm still excited about it because Batman. I love Batman. It's a very cool character. Uh, I think Paul Dano as the Riddler also will be very cool, and I know you agree because you cast him as every single villain ever in on We Should Watch a Movie. He has a very, very low ceiling to beat the last yeah. Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, very low. <laughs> Was the last Riddler Jim Carrey? Has yeah, it been one since? the worst. I mean, probably yeah, animated, you. but, like, yeah. good God. Just the yeah. worst villain of all yeah. time was yeah. Jim Carrey's be be- Riddler. <laughs> He'll be better than that for sure. But I just, I like Robert Pattinson. I think he's going to be a, I'm, I'm pretty positive that he's going to be an incredible Bruce Wayne. I'm interested to see what kind of Batman he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there have been like, like the guys who portrayed him in the past, like some have been big, been good Batman, but weird Bruce Wayne. Some have been good Bruce Wayne's, but weird Batman's. Like I, th- I'm pretty positive he's going to be a fantastic Bruce Wayne. I have no idea what kind of Batman he's going to be, but I'm pretty psyched about it. I'm pretty pumped about Robert Pattinson being Batman, but I'm more pumped about seeing Andy Serkis's Alfred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like yeah, really yeah. excited about that. We got a super jacked Alfred. It's going to be so cool. And <laughs> like Jeffrey Serkis, Jeffrey like, Wright. Big. Jeffrey Wright as uh, mm-hmm. uh, whatever Gordon. What, what's his title? Is it Chief Gordon? Uh, I think it's like Lucius Fox, right? Isn't no. he? Is that not who he is? Oh, no, Commissioner he's, Gordon. He's he's Gordon. J- Jim, Jim Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. I. This is one that I've looked nothing up on. Like uh, uh, there's, yeah, I didn't give any plot away as like who's doing what because like I want to be surprised by so much of this. Yeah, he's Jim Gordon. I don't think there's a Lucius Fox. I okay. think this is I just, like I think it's I think the reason I said that is because when I look at uh 
when I look at Jeffrey Wright, I'm like, oh, that's like he's taking on Morgan Freeman stuff. So like, <laughs> it just makes sense. But him as Jim Gordon will be cool. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a lot more like from what I've read, it's going to be very more like Batman the detective and not Batman the superhero. Dope. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm super Which, into it. Yeah, totally into it. It's not going to make my list though because we've just haven't had good Batman in so yeah. long that I don't trust it. I just I think can that's never why trust it's, it. I know? also kind of don't trust it, but I think that's why it's on my list because like I'm excited to maybe this will be good. Like maybe we'll get one and this one will be good. But I it, it makes me it makes me excited. But this is set to come out March fourth, so we don't have to wait too long. I have faith. I have faith in Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I have faith in Robert Pattinson. Zoe Kravitz, I think, is going to be oh, complete awesome faith. as Catwoman. Yeah. I think Paul Dano is going to be a cool villain. I, I don't know, though. I don't know. There's still a lot up in the air. I was watching this trailer with one of my friends who, like, do you have a friend who you watch movies with and you have to pause it, like, every five seconds because they're like, wait, what's what's going on? What's yeah, happening? My, my mother is that way. She will ask me questions about, like, have we met? Or, like, who's this person? We're just meeting this person. I don't know. Yeah, so we watched the trailer and, gosh, he's, like, he's very dumb. Just, just <laughs> a dumb boy, but, you know, one of my best friends. Uh, but we were watching the trailer and that part where he's like, I'm vengeance or whatever. They're like, who are you? And he just says vengeance and starts beating the crap out of everybody. Mm-hmm. My friend goes, wait, so is he going by vengeance or like, is this before Batman? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Aaron, 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 Aaron. Oh, you- that's exhausting. <laughs> this- that is exhausting. Do <laughs> I don't introduce me to Aaron. Oh, you would it. hate Aaron. You would not like it. Aaron at all. God. Um, right, okay, that's my, my number nine. Right, my number eight is the new Jack White album. Uh, Jack White is one of the greatest musicians in the last 100 years, maybe. Um, and he's coming out with a new album. Uh, should be coming out soon. There's already a title for it. Um, I don't know when. I don't do research like you do for this podcast that we do every week. Um, but it's, I mean, it's going to be good. It's Jack White. I love Jack White. Pretty much anything he does, I'm, um, I'm all in for. So I'm looking forward to this new album. I don't care about Jack White. So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, not at all. So I'll move on. <laughs> That's my uh, like. Mistborn is my pick that you don't care about. I think Jack White is your pick that I just I don't care. But uh, all right, my number eight uh, is Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, upcoming superhero movie based on Marvel Comics character Thor, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, and Christian Bale. Uh, Ragnarok is one of my favorite MCU movies. Like I think I've got it as number two, maybe number three in my MCU rankings right now. Um, Taika is one of my favorite directors. I have no reason in the world to think that this will be anything other than hilarious and incredible and massive and funny and cool. Um, yeah. I'm having a blast with the MCU again. Like the MCU is doing such fun, cool things right now that I'm like getting really excited about it after being burnt out on MCU for a little while. Like I'm okay. Let's be honest. You've just had a fun time with Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld. That doesn't hurt. (laughs) I think. I think my deal is is like so many things are being built. There are very few things that are established and we're getting to meet so many new characters. That's the kind of stuff that I like. Like I get bored when we're on like the eighth movie with Chris Evans as Captain America. You know what I mean? Like I get, I get tired of it and so he has a beard though. 
<laughs> I just like I like I like being introduced to new characters and I like building new storylines and building new relationships. That's the type of stuff I love from ensemble stuff like this. So I'm excited about the MCU again because we keep like meeting meeting new people and forming new relationships and um I is that going to happen in this movie? I don't know. People are saying that Natalie Portman might be Thor now or is it going to I don't know, like whatever. All I know is that I loved Ragnarok and I love Taika and I love this character. So uh I'm I'm super excited about this. I think it's going to be so good. Um and it's set to release July 8th, which is perfect. This seems like yeah. the perfect summer movie. So Oh, great. so then Maverick's probably not going to release then. Yeah. Maybe maybe the week before. Maybe yeah, give Maverick give Maverick compete. one week before before Thor Eleven Thunder comes yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, man. Another reason why you would hate my friend Aaron is he thinks Ragnarok is the one of the worst Marvel movies, and he thinks mm. Age of Ultron is one of the best. Okay, <laughs> I, if you ever introduce me to Aaron, I'm done with you. I don't want to talk to this person. I would like to see you interact with him. No, that sounds awful. Aaron, leave me alone. What's Aaron's Twitter handle so I can block him just right now? I don't know. It's like Sunny Diesel. Oh, ew, ew. Okay, he's blocked. Done with him. Oh, uh, okay. My number Sunny s- Diesel. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> He's just like one of those people where we were friends too young that we can't yeah. stop being oh, I, friends. Yeah, I have plenty of know? those. Yeah, I have lots of those. <laughs> I hope he listens to this, by the way. No, he doesn't. He's like, wow, Ty hates me. <laughs> um, okay. My number seven is Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. So so I've I wanted this my entire life. I've wanted an open world Harry Potter game, the closest we ever got was the Lego Harry Potter video games, which were great, but there's just something missing with it being Lego. Um, I'm just looking forward to this so bad. Um, technically, there might be Quidditch in it because Quidditch wasn't invented until 1050 in the Wizarding World. So it is. we were in the right era. 1050? Yeah, t- 1050. Well, this is set in the 1800s. Right, so that's 1050 is before that. So there's a chance that Quidditch will be in the game. I just thought it, the way that you said it yeah, made it sound it like it, it was around the time that Quidditch. It was like, no, there's a big, big no, no, gap no. there, but No, so there's a chance that we're going to have it because it was, okay. I mean, it was made, Quidditch was invented before that. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's going to be so fun to play. The only reason that this is not in my top five is because I'm going to buy it. And a lot of people are going to buy this, and more money is going to go to that author that we don't talk about. We don't say her name because she's yeah, i I haven't looked too much into it, but I I don't think she has much of anything at all to do with this. No, no, she doesn't, but she'll get money from it regardless. Well, because it's yeah, Harry I, Potter IP. I, I thought I yeah no, I thought I saw something that was like they did. They they made some sort of agreement with her a long time ago that like everything that has to do with the books is her and she gets a very small cut of all of the other media that comes out of it. That might have been a, just a hopeful lie that I'm telling myself when I didn't actually read it, but I seem to remember seeing something like that. A small cut from this video game is going to be like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, maybe I have no idea. <laughs> so yeah, it's, no not, it's not even if she's getting a small yeah. cut, she's making a lot of money. I'm probably just lying to myself to try to justify feeling good about buying this, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why it's out of my top five. Yep, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, my number seven is the Beijing Winter Olympics. Ooh, uh, okay. The 
24th Winter Olympics Winter Olympic Games hosted by Beijing, China. Uh, they open in February 4th and will run through February 20th. Um, I have, instead of like, everybody knows what the Olympics are, my info for this is some of the U.S. athletes to watch out for that I'm excited to watch this Winter Olympics. Uh, the first one is Michaela Schifrin. Um, she competes in alpine skiing. She won gold in women's slalom in 2014 and 2018. She's a heavy favorite. She's all, she's always super exciting to watch in alpine skiing. Um, and so hoping, hoping she gets a gold again. Lolo Jones competing in the bobsled is something I'm excited to see. Um, she competed in the summer Olympics in 2008 and 2012 on the women's hurdle team, then transitioned, transitioned to bobsled in 2014. So I just think it's a cool story. I like, I think it's fun when athletes transition into new sports. And so I'm excited to see how she does there. Um, of course, Chloe Kim, gold medal winning half pipe snowboarder. She won the gold in 2018 at just 17 years old, which was incredible to watch. Um, she took a break uh, after winning the gold at 17. She took a break to go to Princeton. No big deal. Just whatever. Princeton, fine. Um, but is right back in the swing of things. She just won gold at the X Games recently. So <laughs> took a break from the sport to go to an Ivy League school. Uh, and then uh, it started back up immediately, won gold at the X Games. So really excited about that. And then last but certainly not least, my boy John Schuster on the men's curling team. <laughs> he has represented Team USA in each Winter Olympics going back to 2006, and he won the gold in 2018, and I expect him to do it again. Love curling. Yeah, I'm a seven. big – I love the Olympics. Yeah, I'm a big Olympics nerd, um, but the Winter Olympics I just have never really gotten into. I'll watch snowboarding, and I'll watch hockey and mm -hmm. the skiing where they have to shoot. Um, yeah. But that's it. I, I don't really get into Winter Olympics too much. I, I love them both equally. I'm, I'm a hoe for the Olympics. I love them so much. And it's like, it's every other year. You know what I mean? So it's not like a constantly, so it always feels special. Yeah. I definitely have a favorite. I'd rather watch, like if I had to choose, I'd watch Summer Olympics over Winter Olympics 10 times yeah. out of 10. But Yeah, I don't know. I think I like them both evenly. But I get it. Yeah. Um, okay, my number six Definitely going to be on your list probably much later, but Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 mm -hmm. trailer mm -hmm. came out. Looks freaking awesome. So sick. I have no idea where they're going with this. No clue. All I know is this trailer and the after credit scene and the first Spider-Verse movie, but that's about it. It'll be real interesting to see where they go from this. Um, the character designs already look like not too different, but like different enough to where they like clearly are older, but I don't know. It just looks really cool. Um, we'll see where it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this. I mean, any Spidey content um, is, you know, I'm in for. Um, this did not make my top five though, because my next one's a national holiday. Um, so can't really, can't really beat a, the best holiday in the world. So, <laughs> um, but yeah can't wait for this <laughs> my number five is christmas 2022 <laughs> can't, can't wait sorry um yeah certainly coming up quite a bit later i'm realizing looking at my list it's so much superhero stuff but like that's just kind of who i am now i just am waiting for the next superhero movie at all times um speaking of my number six is black panther wakanda forever uh, upcoming MCU movie based on the Marvel character Black Panther, directed by Ryan Coogler, stars Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Guerrera, Martin Freeman, Winston Duke, maybe Letitia Wright? I don't, I, may, I don't know where we're at with her. 
Um, Black Panther is my favorite Marvel movie. It is sitting atop my MCU rankings. I love the character. I love the world it built. I'm nervous and excited to see what they do with the story after the obviously devastating passing of Chadwick Boseman. There are infinite ways that it could go extremely poorly, um, and so I'm a little nervous about it. But Coogler's at the helm still, yeah, which the Cougs, means that... Man. It's yeah, the Cougs. He knows what I he's have, doing. I have complete faith in in Ryan Coogler to handle this the way that it should be handled. Yeah, he's one um, of those directors in Hollywood that, like, if I mm. if I if I was an investor, uh, if I yeah. was a producer or something, I'd have no problem putting all of my money into one of his movies. Yeah, yeah, he is on the short list of directors that I trust implicitly with yeah. uh, with like stories and characters that I love. Um, so I have I have hope that it's going to rule. Like I I don't know I don't know what's going to happen with on set injuries and the whole anti vax thing that's happening on set, and it's all just annoying um, and not anything that I want to get into on this podcast. But uh, I I love Black Panther. I'm so very 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 excited for this and to see what they do with that world. Um, it is set to release on November 11th. So that's my number six. Sweet. All right, my number five. This is my Christmas. This is my Thanksgiving. This is the holiday that I celebrate the most every year. Opening day, MLB. This is the best day of the entire year, and I can't wait for it every single year. It's just so perfect. I watch like three games on opening day. It's amazing, and I cannot wait for baseball to start again. I can't wait for spring training to learn about all the – prospects that we're probably never going to see for another five years but mm-hmm. i just can't i can't wait for opening day to start i was so pumped already how are you feeling about the astros this year not too bad not too it's looking like literally no one's gonna offer carlos correa contract for some yeah. reason i have no mm-hmm. idea why because he's probably if not if he's not the best shortstop he's second or third so i don't mm-hmm. know why anyone's not offering him um altuve was interviewed uh a few weeks earlier and he was like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about colors Correa resigning. So get Correa back. So got Tuve, Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, Yuli, Brantley, Kyle Tucker, Verlander's coming right. back. We still got Granky. That's, that's plenty. I think you've listed <laughs> Framber Valdez. Yeah, that's plenty. I think probably. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm so, I'm so pumped for, for next season. All right, my number five is House of the Dragon, um, a upcoming fantasy drama TV series created by George R.R. Martin and Ryan Condal. Um, it is a prequel to the smash hit series Game of Thrones that ran from 2011, or 2011 to 2019. It is based on Martin's 2018 novel Fire and Blood and chronicles the beginning of the end of House Targaryen, the events leading up to Targaryen Civil War and the war itself. Uh, it will consist of 10 episodes airing weekly on HBO Max. I love Game of Thrones. Uh, like, I was obsessed with the show as it was airing. I was one of those dorks that spent all my time, like, texting my friends different theories and stuff. Like, I got super, super into it. I'm even one of the dummies who thought the final season wasn't that bad. Like, I don't have I don't have that many huge complaints, which I don't think it is a popular opinion at all, which whatever. Um, I'm incredibly excited for this. I've missed Game of Thrones a lot in the last couple of years that it's been off the air. So I'm I'm super, super psyched for this. Um, there's not a specific release date yet. It's just everything I'm seeing says sometime this year. So pretty psyched. 
Yeah, I'm going to approach this the same way I did Game of Thrones, and I'm going to wait until the last season comes out, and then I'll binge everything else and watch the last season week by week. Boring. Yeah, and then you're going to complain about People are talking about this. This is pretty boring. Like, 90% of the fun of Game of Thrones was the anticipation and talking to people as it was coming out. I, I thought it was all right. I mean, like, I didn't think it was boring. I just, like, wasn't that, like, into, like, I gotta know what's going on. Well, it's because like, you didn't have to wait to know what was going on. You knew that a new next episode was coming up in no, a couple like, minutes. No, but like, I was around. Feeling. I was around people that were talking about it a lot. And yeah, but if like, you weren't watching it, then you don't really you don't dive. So it's just like <laughs> your your complaints are all a hundred percent your fault. <laughs> like your your actions and the way that you watch it are the like the ways to solve your complaints. But I still like. Is, I it's I know myself and I know if I watch that TV show in real time I wouldn't be obsessed with knowing what happens next. You'll never know. You're I not do know. Yourself a chance to know. I do know because we have another Game of Thrones season coming out and I have zero interest to watch it. <laughs> so I know exactly yeah. how I would. You feel probably about it. would be more excited about it if you were caught up in the hype of it when everybody else was and everybody was talking about it. You you got into it for the first time when people were done talking about it, so you didn't have anybody to share the experience with. I don't know. Uh, I do. I'm telling you, I do. Know. When I was watching it, I wasn't texting people like, oh, my gosh, I just watched this episode. This crazy stuff happened. Blah, blah, blah. That's because you didn't have a week in between episodes to talk about what was happening and come up with theories. I'm telling you. That I did was during the, the seventh of, season. That was the fun of Game of Thrones. That, I also don't what, do that with that's like, what got a me lot so of into TV it. shows. I, don't I really literally I only did it with Game of Thrones. It's the only show. It's the only like spectacle show like that that I've ever experienced like that. And it was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big TV guy. So next on my list is a TV show. Uh, <laughs> the Obi-Wan You're Kenobi the series. the absolute pits. You're just the absolute pits. <laughs> Number four, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. If we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times, all Star Wars, it's good Star Wars. And we're finally yep. bringing back the star of the prequel series, Hayden Christensen, who carried the last two movies by himself. Um I'm just, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for it. I get so pissed when I go on the Disney Plus website and they have the, they have like the Obi-Wan Kenobi, like behind the scenes, like how we're making it thing. But all it says is Obi-Wan on it. There's no like Obi-Wan behind the scenes. And every time I press it, it's like series coming in 2022. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate you, Disney Plus. This is, this is terrible. And every time I go, I think it's out. Uh, but yeah, I don't know when this is supposed to come out, but this is my second most anticipated TV show behind the Percy Jackson series, which isn't coming out until 2023. Yeah. Um, We both had a conversation leading up to this. Like I definitely put Percy Jackson on my list before realizing it was 2023. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so pumped for this. I mean, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan so good. I think he loves playing that role. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what they do, because um, he's gonna be—he's gonna look much older than he did in *Revenge of the Sith*, which is the last time we saw him. And apparently, Hayden Christensen is supposed to be in it, and he also looks a lot older than he did before he got all of his limbs chopped off and burned. Um, mm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I'm so pumped because it's more Star Wars. Give me more Star Wars. I'm not—I was never too excited about Boba Fett. But, I mean, it's a pretty good pilot, so I'm pumped for for any more Star Wars content. 
Yeah, I'm I'm also obviously anybody who listens to this show knows also firmly on the all Star Wars is good uh bandwagon. I I have not been in a Star Wars mood lately. Like I just got done like I'm fully MCU right now. Like I just want superhero content. That's all I want right now. And so like I'm just am not thinking about Star Wars at the moment. So that's why this isn't on my list. Like I'm gonna watch it. I'm psyched for it, but like I my thoughts are consumed right now with <laughs> superhero stuff so yeah yeah totally just all right hey you know what lucasfilm disney get us our freaking ezra bridger series yeah. and cast Dylan o'brien as ezra bridger for the love of god <laughs> i think they i think they officially announced they cast that aladdin guy the guy who played aladdin in the live action remake you know as, i never watched that movie i'm not well good because it sucked one and i'm not excited about him oh. being ezra bridger gotcha because dylan o'brien's the perfect one to play okay. Ezra Bridger. <laughs> um, my number four is Stranger Things season yeah. four. Yeah, uh, science fiction horror drama television series that airs on Netflix and was created by the Duffer Brothers. Stars Winona Ryder, David Harbour, Millie Bobby Brown, Finn Wolfhard, Kayla McLaughlin, Noah Schnapp, Gaten Matarazzo, and like a million other people. There's <laughs> so many people in this show. Um, this season will consist of nine episodes and will split time between Russia and the United States. It's set in 1986 around spring break. Um, I love Stranger Things as much as the next guy. I have been obsessed with it as much as the rest of the world and everybody else our age as it's been coming out on Netflix. Um, season three came out 16 years ago. Millie Bobby Brown now in her late 30s. Can't wait to see how they de-age her and the rest of the cast. Uh, going to be really interesting to convince me that that 47-year-old woman is actually a 16-year-old child. Can't wait. Um, sorry, I'm, just, I'm salty. God, it's been so long. So freaking angry. I'm My so, God. I'm so <laughs> salty. Like, angry they bit. have pushed this show back years and years, and I'm so... <laughs> Just so over it. I just want I just want this show. Like there's still not even a specific release date for this yet. It just says twenty twenty two. Uh the the most specific I've seen is the middle of twenty twenty two, which is I'm not assuming even from they'll a reputable release it. source. I'm assuming they'll release it sometime around Halloween, right? I mean this this is a very Halloween y you would TV think, show. but it also says that this season is set around spring break, so why wouldn't they try to release it around spring break? Well, th- did the one in the summer come out during the summer? I think, yeah. Okay. Like I, I, I came I out like remember. July 4th even, I think. No. I don't remember. Uh, granted, that was uh, 12 years ago and we were children still. <laughs> okay. <but. laughs> okay, the angry bit's over. <laughs> You're too angry with this bit. <laughs> uh, no specific release date yet, just mid-2022 from an incredibly unreputable source. Just give me Stranger Things. I love the show. I'm excited to re-binge it. I, I genuinely can't wait for it, but God, just give me season four. <laughs> you should have done a, like to fill the void that has been left with no stranger things. You should have done a stranger things themed D and D game. Nah, it's been done. It's well, so has out. every other D and D theme you've done played out. The problem is I have to find somebody to run that game, and like, why I don't can't know you do it? Who wants to run it? Because I don't like running games. I like playing in games. It's Get different. doesn't Megan Spell like doing it? No, she just she doesn't sometimes. She doesn't like it. It's a whole thing. It's, I don't know. I thing. don't. That's I, that's I offered as much help as I could with this situation. Yeah. So you offered plenty. Thank you. 
Just give me another season of Stranger Things, dang it. Uh, okay, my number three, uh, an album that was supposed to come out in 2021, uh, the new Kendrick Lamar album. Oh, I'm nice. so pumped from this. The pe- Some people have listened to a few songs from this and have said it's probably going to be his greatest album, which is saying a lot. Because he has like yeah. three, <laughs> he has like four of the greatest albums ever. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just so pumped for. I love anything Kendrick Lamar does. I don't think I've ever disliked any album that he's released. Um, so I'm just so pumped for this. I really wish he would have released this in 2021. Even though I love Kanye, but that whole battle between like, does Kanye have the best album? Does Drake have the best new album? And if Kendrick would have just dropped this album, but like, hey, y'all can just like children just step aside and let me release my album (laughs) that'd have been so great but yeah i'm so pumped for this i love kendrick i'm 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 so excited for this new album i think it's gonna be great he hasn't released one in a while so it's gonna be awesome i'm pretty psyched for that too i just didn't think to add new albums for some like for some reason that just totally passed me by when i was making my list yeah but that'd be cool all right uh my number three is of course the lord of the rings um, upcoming fantasy TV series being developed by J.D. Payne, Matt Patrick McKay, and Amazon Studios. It will be set in the second age of Middle-earth, thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Um, Amazon has made a five-season production commitment worth at least $1 billion. So, oh, is it, this is like the most... Right? Isn't this the most expensive TV show? It's gotta be. It broke be. the Game of Thrones record? I yeah, think. it's so insanely. I mean, two hundred million dollars per season, like ten episodes. That's so much money. It's like twenty million dollars an episode. That's such an insane amount of money to spend on a TV series. Um, it's going to be big budget and massive and nerdy. And they filmed season one in New Zealand, so you know it's going to be beautiful. And God, I just cannot wait. Um, it is set to premiere September second, so we still got a ways to go gonna be a minute but god i can't wait i'm hoping we spend because like i think i've gotten all the hobbit stuff that i'd want because you know those are the main characters of the Mm -hmm. first trilogy we've gotten a lot of dwarf stuff with the hobbit we need elf stuff yeah Yeah. i want more elf stuff also i don't want any like hardly any men stuff i'm tired of them we Mm -hmm. get it they're weak and corruptible that's we understand that I want, a, we get, I want all the elf lore in this that I can get. We got all of the story of man that I was interested in, and it died with Boromir at the end of uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Like, once that ended, I'm like, all right, no, I don't need it anymore. More yeah. elf, more dwarf, more hobbit. I'm into it. But yeah, if this would focus on elves, that would be. I want sick. elf. And, and I, I want... think that information is out there. Like, I think people, like, we might get messages and be like, it is all about this. It's like, I've avoided that information. Yeah. So. I want a lot of elf content and I want new wizards because there's like yeah. supposed to be like more than just like three, right? We get one in the Hobbit, we have two in the Fellowship trilogy. So I want more wizard yeah. stuff and more yeah, eagles. Give me more eagles, man. I want all the <laughs> sure. eagles I can get. <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? I'm in. Who cares? Let's go. Um, okay. Number, my number two, dude, you're going to be so pumped about this movie. I, I'm, this is probably going to be your number one. Uh, Babylon, Damien Chazelle's new movie starring <laughs> starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, set in the 30s, you know, right as Hollywood is transitioning to the talkies. 
um, the from talkies. silent films. <laughs> I, I know that's what they were called, but it's so stupid. So po- Toby Maguire's in it. Your oh. boy, Toby Maguire. Listen, you had me at uh, Margaret Robbie. You lost me at literally everything else. I don't care. God, I don't like, care. It's. I mean, be careful. Don't talk too much about Margaret Robbie. You might sound creepy like Josiah whenever he talks about Margaret Robbie. But <laughs> yeah, he's weird about it. <laughs> but I'm so pumped about this. I think this is going to be like Damien Chazelle, obviously first man, the most forgettable good movie of all time. God, it's so boring. <laughs> but it's just, it's a good movie. It's just so 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 dang forgettable. First man is the most three star movie of all time. La La Land. I mean, great. He made a musical. We can move on from that. Like. I feel like this is going to be more on the lines of like whiplash level movie, which I think is his best film. Um, so I'm so pumped about that. So, I mean, Damien Chazelle is like him and Greta Gerwig are like the two directors where I'm like all in for, I just need to see more. I mean, Greta is Gerwig, he writing this or just directing. Yeah. It? I think he's, I'm pr- almost positive that he's writing this, which is because when, when he's writer and director, his movies always turn out great. But when he's directing somebody else's writing, it's so boring. Yeah. It's, I mean, first man was a good movie. It's just, I don't remember one thing from it. Like, I literally just watched it for the first time, like a few weeks ago. And I remember I learned zero about the freaking Neil Armstrong first man on the moon learned absolutely nothing about the man it's literally his biopic yeah so Damien Chazelle is writing this okay maybe I'm in then yeah so he's writing this um it's so set in Hollywood during the transition from the silent films to talkies focusing on a mixture of historical and fictional characters Hmm. Um, so, you know, starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Catherine Waterston, Samara Weaving, Tobey Maguire. Hmm. Um, Samara Weaving is just like a clone of Margot Robbie. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) Olivia Wilde is in it. Um, Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm in. I want to see, because I'm I'm assuming that, because I feel like this is the same in every movie, that whoever's playing real characters are probably going to be cameos. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see cuz on the on the letterbox page there's no like historical characters listed in the cast. So yeah. it seems like they're keeping the cards close to the chest. So it'll be interesting to see who plays like historical characters. Chazelle writing and directing it, the cast sounds great. Could not be less interested in literally a single thing that happened in the 1930s. Let's just hope it's in black and white because the poster is in black and white. <laughs> oh my god, dude! If you cast Margot Robbie in your movie and you make it black and white, what do you do? You're handicapping yourself. Are you kidding me? Fools! <laughs> we don't need more black and white movies. It's 2022. We can make color movies. Yeah, but have you seen Come On, Come On yet? It's freaking no, I'm not amazing. gonna. It looks boring. I don't no, you're gonna watch it. it. You're gonna watch it. I'm gonna eventually make you watch that sound it. Like you're a threat. Why did that sound like a threat? You're gonna watch it, dude. You're gonna because we literally have a podcast where the platform is I can make you watch whatever you're movie gonna I want. Watch it, dude. Uh, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna cry. And you're gonna say, "Ty, I apologize. I wish this was in color, but this is a beautiful movie." Hey, dude, I cry at every movie. That's not saying anything. <laughs> Name a movie I haven't cried at in the past year. Good luck. First Man. Uh oh yeah, that's true. I didn't feel <laughs> a single thing. I felt literally nothing except for like, well, like. I laughed a few times when I was watching TikToks while watching this movie because I was so uninterested in what was happening on the screen. Uh, all right. My, 
My number two is the least surprising pick on my list. It's Ted Lasso season three, baby. Uh, (laughs) Ted Lasso is a sports comedy drama streaming television series developed by Jason Sudeikis, Brendan Hunt, and Joe Kelly. It stars Sudeikis, Hunt, Hannah Waddingham, Brett Goldstein, Juno Temple, and lots of other wonderful and talented people. It is the best show in the history of the entire world. Production is set to start next month. Uh, I think Hannah Waddingham said that they're starting production on Valentine's Day, which she said in her interview that it was rather lovely, which is just so sweet and so very Hannah Waddingham. Um, I believe they just finished writing the third season, um, just in time for production. Um, the series was always meant to be three seasons, so we assume, assume that this will be the last official season, though I'm sure they'll do something else with the characters in the world at some point that they've created. Um, as of now, it is set to release this summer. So, yeah. Of course, a lot going on. Every, There's a lot of the unanswered world. questions going into season yeah. three. Like, everyone in the Nate entire world buys... knew that this was coming up a bit. On my list. Will Nate buy hair dye, or will he keep his hair Maybe. snowy white? <laughs> we'll see. We will see. One of many unanswered questions. What's going to happen with uh, with Jamie Tart and um, I'm blanking on the characters' names. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna let you. Work can you help me out, out please? You know no, every character no. by heart. No. no, no, no. You can do this. Come on. I can't. Roy is you Roy the. The Roy guy, Kent. yeah, Roy Kent and the girl. Come on, come on, you can do it. I want to say Jamie. Starts with a K. No, starts with a K. Oh no, but I have no idea. <laughs> Keely, Keely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your face, oh, it's on your the tip face, of my tongue. As soon as I said K, <laughs> I said K, and you're like, oh no, I'm done, I'm lost. <laughs> A lot going on uh, there, yeah. man. No, not a surprise. Not a surprise to anybody. It's my favorite show. It's a significant part of my personality. So, of course, I had to mention it. I do but hope number we, two, not number one. I do hope we get another uh, Coach Beard solo episode because I really oh, God, like please. that. That was I one of my Coach favorite Beard. episodes last season. Mm-hmm. That and that and the Christmas episode were like added after they wrote the season. Because Apple TV was like, hey, we want two more episodes, even though you've already finished your storyboarding and writing. Give us two more. So they had to make two that, like, didn't affect the timeline of the plot any. Yeah. And two of my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. I love I, – I love – I mean, I think Coach Beard might be my favorite character of the coach entire Beard rules. Movie. They're all a go- I love a good – a good assistant coach can cannot mm-hmm. be beat in any sports yep. TV show or, or movie. Strong agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I mean, I've been, sorry, we're going off the rails right here, but I've been, I recently just finished Friday Night Lights. There's not a lot of good assistant coaches Mm -mm. in that movie. That is one thing that show was missing was coach Taylor needed a support, a supporting assistant coach, like someone who actually supported him. Like Max sucked. He was in the pocket of. Okay. Mac just so spent the whole time trying to get his job. We'll save this but, for listen, our Friday Night Lights save it, podcast. <laughs> save we'll it for our do. Friday Night Lights podcast, the Tasty Freeze, that we'll be starting eventually. We need, we actually need to do that, and we can do it just on the low key. Only do like one episode a month. <laughs> listen, if we can, if we can cancel, Brian, we should. We watch, can convince Brian to do it. <laughs> if we can cancel, we should watch a movie. I mean, I can't do three podcasts. I can do two. I once can't do a month. Three. Once a month. <laughs> All right, if we do it once a month, though, it has to, like, we can't just do one episode at a time. No, we do, like, five episodes each. Like, we watch the first right. five episodes, watch five episodes a month, All and right. we'd be good. Screw it. I'm in. 
Yes. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, WG Snuffy Walden's okay with us using the song. As oh, song. Snuffy will be fine because he's not a real <laughs> Snuffy's person. Snuffy's cool with it. <laughs> His name's Snuffy. Like he's obviously gonna be cool. He's fine. Okay. Back to our actual podcast. We are four uh, minutes over when I told Catcher yeah, that yeah, Catcher was waiting for us. Um, my number one, uh, one of my favorite sporting events ever. I like it more than the Olympics. And I love that I'm a big Summer Olympics nerd. You know that. If you listen to We Should Watch a Movie, you know that I'm a huge Olympics nerd. This is my favorite sporting event that happens every four years, the FIFA World Cup. I am yep. so freaking pumped for the FIFA World Cup. I've been waiting. Like, your feelings about Stranger Things, I've been waiting for this for so long. It was supposed <laughs> to happen last summer. Last summer. And we have to wait until December because it's so hot in Qatar. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get heat stroke, um, but yeah. Jesus, monster! <laughs> I just want to see FIFA. I want to see the World Cup so bad, and this is gonna be crazy because this is happening, like, like in the middle of the season for mm-hmm. soccer. So like, they're gonna have this major event that they usually have at the end of every season. This is gonna be in the middle of the season, so players will have to travel from Qatar back to England or Spain or Italy, it'll, it'll it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Maybe younger players get called up, but so pumped America. We're not going to make the round of 16. (laughs) I'm sorry, but we're not, we're like, we're like two or we're like one or two world cups away from doing that. We're young, but we're just not that good. I love to see my Liverpool, Liverpool boys just balling out. Liverpool. I just love it, so I cannot wait. And Jordan Henderson's going to be the captain of the England team again. It's going to be awesome. I hope. What, England what country? What country should I root for? So I always root for England because that's because you know Liverpool is my team and they're from okay. England. So I will not be rooting for England then. You don't have to. I mean, I'm not going to be mad about to it ma- to make it. Yeah, no, that wasn't a that wasn't a cause screw you, dude. That was a because it's more fun if we're rooting for different teams. I almost root for like any team like that's not. Spain, basically, because Spain was like the Alabama world soccer for a while. The Netherlands. That's what I'm going. That's for. not a bad team to root for. They're definitely not going to make the semifinals. But like, I used to play as them. I had a FIFA game a few years ago, and I always played as the Netherlands hey. or the German national team. Netherlands sounds fun. Hey man, I'll root right with you. You know, Virgil Van Dyke is going to be playing for for the Netherlands team. Yeah, I don't know who that. There is one dude. What's the dude's name? The biggest like Netherlands player from a few years ago. What the heck is his name? Uh, Hazard. Uh, Eden no. Hazard. No, that's not him. I don't remember his name. But he was bald, super fast, super bald. Somebody tell me his name, please, listeners. I have, I, I'll Google him later. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> in like the 2006 World Cup. Yeah, yeah I yeah, know. Like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I know who you're talking he's about. He's old now. It's not I'm Mueller. Googling I'm Googling Netherlands soccer ball. Here, you you talk about your Come number on. one. And Robin, Aryan Robin. Yes, yes. Argent. How Aryan Robin. Up, that came up immediately. All I did was Google Netherlands soccer ball, and that's the first thing that came up. Yeah, Aryan Robin. He was really good. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, I just remember him being super fast, and I liked playing as him on FIFA, so the Netherlands is my team. Okay. Let's go I don't Dutch, even know if they qualify. Uh, Dutch, Dutch bros. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, okay, my number one, uh, also a surprise to no one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. 
upcoming animated superhero film based on the Marvel character Miles Morales slash Spider-Man. This one is going to be directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson with a screenplay from Lord Miller. Always exciting. It will star Shamik Moore, Haley Seinfeld, and Oscar Isaac. Um, I always say that Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie series, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite like single movie. Um, like if I if I just have to pick one movie as my favorite, it's Spider Verse. Um, the animation style, the voice acting, the story it told, the characters, the movie's aesthetic—it's it's all perfect, and it's all like exactly what I love. Um, I have been chomping at the bit for this movie since the minute I left the theater in December 2018, having just seen. <laughs> into the Spider-Verse. Um, I like have been so hyped for the potential of the existence of this for three years now. Um, so I just cannot wait for this. Uh, it is set to release October 7th. So I still have a very, very long time to go. But goodness, I'm so excited. I've managed. I haven't watched any of the trailers. I haven't looked up any of the cast stuff. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know who they're introducing. I don't know where we're going. I want to know as little about this as possible but I'm God, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. I, I was, um, I was a little nervous about we're getting three brand new directors on this from the last time, but knowing that Lauren Miller writing the, the screenplay brings me a lot of mm-hmm. faith. Cause I, yeah. Lauren Miller, like, you know how like all these comedy nerds, like, like Richard are huge Adam McKay fans. Like they're so yeah. pumped. Like they want to see anything Adam McKay. That's kind of like I can't wait for Lord Miller to start making like, like Oscar-y type movies because they're like the comedy, or you know, animated, you know, like very overlooked genre of film writing that I would love to see more of. Just any kind of their writing. Yeah. Plus, I made Twenty One um, Jump Street, which is like one of the funniest movies of all. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Super super hyped for this. Cannot wait. All, all right. You think we're gonna get break? some new? Uh, new i love seeing new spider-mans because we get new suits you think we're gonna get a oh a new absolutely suit? I, but the, I, dude we're gonna get multiple new suits and i can't wait god i can't wait all right cool you ready to take a break yeah all right we'll be right back with our special guest judge catcher hey everybody thank you for hanging out with me and ty as we power rank the things that we're most excited about uh, that are going to come out this year um, lots of movie stuff, TV stuff, a book in there, some sporting events. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you're enjoying our discussion. We're going to be joined here in just a second by our buddy Catcher. He is one of the hosts of the Synonauts podcast, where they kind of travel through the space of the Criterion Collection. Um, it's a blast. We're going to talk about it quite a bit here coming up with him in a second, so I won't go too deep into it, but uh, please check out. Uh, synonauts it's a very good time wanted to jump in real quick to let you guys know next week's episode we are going to be joined by richard barden he's one of the hosts of the mad about movies podcast and we're going to be ranking our favorite saturday night live skits of all time Um, richard's a huge snl guy and i think it's going to be an absolute blast to talk with him Um, if you're into snl or if you just have any particular skits uh, that have ever happened on the show that come to mind uh, shoot us an email or or you can send us a voicemail either just type out an email uh, like 
just our regular old letter email and we'll read it out on the show or you can send us a voicemail in the form of an mp3 try to keep it at or under 90 seconds if possible uh, but you can send those to rankingspod at gmail.com don't forget that double k in the middle uh, also we've mentioned it a little bit we're going to talk about it at the end of the show join our discord um, it's a place where we can talk about the show. Uh, we can talk about our rankings. If you have any criticisms for us, which I'm sure you do, it's a great place for that. If you want to share your rankings with us, we've got a channel specifically for that. We've got a channel for episode ideas. If you just have thought, wow, I think the ranking should cover this. The discord is the place to do it. You can find the link to that in, uh, in any of our social media. Um, we've got a link tree on our Instagram bio and our Twitter bio. Those are both at rankings pods so uh hopefully you come hang out with us in there it's free we don't charge you for it we're not at that point um but uh would love to see you join us in the discord and hang out with us all right thanks guys and we are back with this week's special guest judge um our buddy the final host of the synonauts we've already had his two co-hosts on we completed the, the bingo we've been looking for an episode to get this guy on and we finally did it's catcher what's up dude it's me it's catcher um I'm good. I'm a little sick. The guy said you can't really tell. I can nah. feel it a little in my <laughs> chest, but otherwise... Perfect. Not the least bit. You don't sound at all congested. You sound totally normal and fine and great. <laughs> that's great. No, and it's, since it's a podcast, I can't see the pool of sweat that's now formed underneath <laughs> my body, which is great. Or the blanket that yeah. you showed oh, up and yes. wrapped yourself in. I, it was perfect. I bought this for my Kia. And, yeah, you would. <laughs> and I loved it, and then... The the Green Knight came out last year, and it kind of gives me Green Knight vibes. Ooh. Which oh, okay. Real, I can which see it. now makes me the most happy ever, so. Yeah. 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 Was, one of us loved the Green Knight. Yeah. Which one? I love the Green Knight. Oh, okay. Danny did not. Okay. Well, Ty, we're friends, so that's fine. We can be yeah. friends now. And Danny can... Oopsies. Dan can host the show, yeah. and me and Ty will just hang out here and chat Green Knight. That, yeah. that belt yeah. just made Welcome him real uncomfortable. And he was out I after understand. that. <laughs> I understand. That makes yeah. sense. Um, it's an A twenty four tradition, you know. You gotta gotta have something like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's also an A twenty four tradition for Ty to talk about how incredible it was, and for me to say, "Hey, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was super weird. I did not like it." Uh, so. My goodness, that's great. Uh, uh, we're excited to have you on. We have had Ian and Boom on already. Yes. Um, boom for one of the most chaotic episodes we've ever done uh, of this show. Uh, which was, was she, super, super was she the chaos, or was it just generally chaotic? Her. You can be honest. Yeah, okay. it was. It was okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the best way, it was fantastic. Yeah. Like that, boom's like good chaos. You know, oh, yeah, it was very very fun chaos. There is a reason uh, her name have... is Boom. You know, that's not by mistake. <laughs> like it's intentional for a reason. Yeah. So. We had her on last month for uh, non-holiday movies with holiday vibes. Oh, and so yes. we figured just li- make the most like open-ended prompt of all time, and she would bring some chaos, and by God, she delivered. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Catcher, you are one of the hosts of the Synonauts. Could you, could you give us a bit of a spiel, a little bit of a sales pitch for our listeners who, for some silly reason, haven't given Synonauts a chance yet? Well, if you haven't, we ask you please to check it out. Um, it's a wonderful show. It's a um, podcast where me, uh, your previous guests, Boom and Ian, sit down once a week and watch a Criterion film and discuss it. And then um, after that, the next three episodes are a movie that we pair um, with that Criterion film uh, as a way of sort of like opening up the discussion. 
Criterion films can be, one, hard to find to start. Two, can be sometimes quite difficult to penetrate in terms of just, like, understanding or or, um, even, like, liking for a mass majority of people. Um, Yeah. And so with these sort of other episodes, we really give a chance for people who uh, give chance... Give people a chance to get into it in a way that's a little bit easier. Um, mm-hmm. Films that people are more of likely to have seen or may find easier to approach. Um, and it's just about sort of like broadening people's horizons in terms of the kinds of movies that they'll watch. And using those as sort of like a gateway. Because like the one thing that I've learned is like foreign films, black and white, old, new. There's like even regardless of like country, like, there is something about humans you know that's like universal and there's so many fun stories that we've managed to watch on the show that have touched me quite deeply um that i think would touch anyone and i think if people even know what the criterion collection is which i've learned after doing Mm -hmm. this podcast that most people have not a clue what it is um right it's a great way to try and like get people into watch it because there's like an amazing cinema out there from all over the place and it's just a blast to like hopefully give that stuff more of a um, more of a look from people who might not be looking. Yeah, it it has very much become like my shtick on this show and our other podcast. We should watch a movie that, like, if it came out before 2010, I have not seen it and do not want to see it. Yeah. Like it's, and it's like it's partially a bit and partially just super true. Like I just want to watch superhero movies and also like rom coms that don't make me cry. That's kind of sure. all I ever feel like watching. But it's like. I actively listen to Cinenauts and it makes movies that are otherwise like I'm not the least bit interested in. It makes them accessible and like fun to talk about. So it's been good for even a doofus like me who can only think about the next superhero movie that's coming out. Yeah. And if you're looking for a place to jump in, I highly suggest the Akira episode and then those movies that branched off and the Days and Confused episode and the movies that branched off of that because (laughs) the movies that branched off of Days and Confused were some of the best podcasting episodes so ever. classic um and i just have to say just quickly danny um i'm i honestly was sort of in the same boat as you um mm. for a long time not that i didn't love i i've loved movies my whole life but um we know the term slim fluenced um yeah. you know this idea that something could be talked about so much that it no longer seems appealing to even watch or look into um and i it's ty's whole mo if anybody ever says that they like a movie ty will not watch right. it. <laughs> that's right well so like that for me was like i was always interested in the new like i don't want to look yep. back i just want to look forward because it's about the experience of learning and watching and exploring so it doesn't matter when it came out and the old movies were made in the olden times so who wants to watch that um and black and white was a no-go for me. I, I despise black and white. Um, and I'm, my tune is totally changed on that now. So I'm thankful for that. Like I would have gone back to seeing, to see classics, but this has just mm-hmm. made that experience more fun now, you know? So or, Ty, there's hope still. Yeah. We're slowly, yet, but there's hope. We're slow with, we should watch a movie. We're slowly breaking down Danny's walls. I mean, there's yeah. like, there was a time where Danny would have never watched Seven Samurai, and now he has a Criterion Blu-ray and a uh, seventy-millimeter yeah. art Seven on Samurai his walls. Was. So this is the power of the village, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay, hear me out. Rank King's mm-hmm. idea. 
Danny's not on, not Danny does not put a list together, right? But okay. you uh-huh. uh, Ty puts one and a guest host comes on, and then the ranking from one like from t- starting at ten to one is like one is the movie we desperately need Danny to watch, and now Ooh. the rank is like how we slowly get him there as he goes up the list. So like ten is like RoboCop or something, right? And then yeah. like one is Citizen Kane or something, you know? And then it's yeah. slowly rank by rank. And then, you know, Danny that would can choose be... which ranking he would pref- which journey he would prefer to go on and then yeah. he go and but he has to go on the on the journey. That would be That's interesting to do like reveal the list like Here's the two journeys. Like, you only get to pick one. A year before and then a year later, like exactly a year later, Danny reveals his order of the movies that he was presented to see. That would be a real you know interesting I mean? like bonus episode. Uh, yeah. I I'm like that a lot. Already. Isn't it great? I'm I'm, I'm stoked. That's a cool idea. I do have to watch Citizen Kane though, because our our good friend Shane um is the nicest person in the entire world and is also just so mean. Like he keeps he keeps buying me criterion blu-rays like criterion collection edition blu-rays of movies that i super don't want to watch that he really wants me to watch shane. so i have to watch them shane yeah. shane stop sending them to dan send them to ty and me what are you <laughs> yeah, doing exactly right i don't know why he, he's sending them to don't, Danny. He, you he know said, what don't even send them to because ty. it works because it's me. working i have to watch <laughs> citizen kane now because he bought me the criterion collection of citizen kane so i'm gonna watch it because i love my friend shane and i'm thankful that he does nice things I for me any but like i don't want to I don't have any friends that good to me. Those discs are like you just fifty ha- bucks. You have to, you have to make it like a significant part of your personality that you hate black and white movies mm. and movies pre two thousand ten. Okay. If you just do that bit for like two years, yeah. people your will whole life. This is the key. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is great. We're all learning stuff here. We're but you can't stuff. watch. You can't watch Citizen Kane yet. It's on my short list for we should watch a movie. So all right, fine. You gotta save it. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, he because like he's really upset that... about that. Danny seems really upset that he has to hold off on it. Ah, beans. I have to wait. Oh, but, that but recasting that movie for we should watch a movie would be fun. Like trying to recast Orson Welles for Citizen Kane would be yeah, very good luck with that. I don't believe you. But uh, Danny knows what I'm picking for January. It's not going to be Citizen Kane, but he knows what I'm picking. Whatever. It's going to be yes, you know, a little you know teaser. The my January pick for we should watch a movie is going to be big it's gonna suck it's gonna be uh, okay <laughs> can, listen can can we be do bigger than now? citizen game can we do the real show danny's over bigger this than... <laughs> um okay catcher we have you here yeah. because we're we've decided we're making this an annual episode we've got a few of those but we want to talk about the things that we're most anticipating that are supposed to come out this year so lots of things in media a few big events that are happening this year um we uh, quite a bit of crossover but that's i think to be expected there are a few like tentpole staple things that are huge that are coming this year um but i think i think different enough that you can you can certainly pick one yep. hopefully we have some stuff that's on your list and hopefully you bring some stuff that we didn't even think about um but if you are if you're ready if there are no further questions, questions comments or concerns why don't i read these lists out ty and i can shut up and then you have the floor for a bit Okay, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Cool. Uh, list A, the honorable mentions are Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible 7, and Apollo 10.5, A Space Age Childhood. 
Uh, number 10 is Stranger Things Season 4. Number 9 is The Lord of the Rings television series. Number 8 is the new Jack White album. Number 7 is Hogwarts Legacy, the video game. Number 6 is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Number 5 is the Major League Baseball opening day. Number 4 is Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new series on Disney+. Plus. Number 3 is the new Kendrick Lamar album. Number 2 is Babylon. And number 1 is the FIFA World Cup. List B, the honorable mentions are Elden Ring, Gotham Knights, and Hogwarts Legacy, all video games that are coming up. Number 10 is The Lost Metal, uh, the seventh book in the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. Number 9 is The Batman. Uh, 8 is Thor Love and Thunder. 7 is the Beijing Winter Olympics. 6 is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. 5 is House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones series. Number 4 is Stranger Things Season 4. 3 is Lord of the Rings TV series. Number 2 is Ted Lasso Season 3. And number 1 is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Catcher, you have the floor. Okay, sorry. So I'm now. This is about sort of asking you questions and sort of let's get your get your initial reactions to our oh, list. That's things right. that you okay, like, right. things that you didn't like. Sure, sure, Maybe sure. if if you got some stuff you're looking forward to or some stuff gotcha. that you just kind of hate on our list. Gotcha. Okay. So my initial reaction, basically in terms of reading the list, where there's a bunch of stuff on here I'm not excited about in the slightest. <laughs> uh, number one. MLB. Yeah, that's that's pretty ML- pretty par for the course. Okay, for the so this is not un- un- unusual. Okay, MLB no, 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 opening no. day. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. Not in the slightest. Uh, I love and appreciate anyone who loves baseball. I I have family members that are like obsessed and love it. I I don't understand it. I don't. I'm not a numbers guy. And like my understanding of baseball is like it's all about stats. It's like when the dude walks up to the plate, it's like who that pitcher is and who that batter is is like the most exciting thing ever. And if you don't know that information, it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's either it's two ends of the spectrum with baseball. It's either you're a numbers guy, a stats guy, and the analytical side really does it for you. Yeah. Or it's purely a romantic. Sure. Like, yes. Yeah. Which is I both of us. Americana like, yeah. <laughs> sort of. We are both we are both very we're both big baseball guys. We're both very much like very romantic about baseball. We love the sport and like grew up on it and it means a lot to us. So there's it's very much two ends of the spectrum of baseball fans. Gotcha. And you're in Toronto, right? I'm a Canadian, yes. Actually thank you for not just like mentioning that up front. Usually that seems to be the thing everyone wants to stamp me with, but that's true. I am Canadian, yeah. <laughs> wow. We have the Jays and the Sky Dome, the greatest mm-hmm. uh stadium in the history of all things. I do I do like that stadium. It's cool. I do have a preference for an open baseball stadium, but well, it's both, I do like which that. Is cool. I, I, I I went to Toronto during the summer a few years ago, and I yeah. went to a Blue Jays game, and it was fun. It was very fun. A cool bit of uh, connectivity. Uh, I grew up with a like family friends, and uh, the husband in the relation, like in this family, the father husband, he actually was in charge. He works for the company that was was constructed it, and he that was his big project. He was responsible no for way. building the Sky Dome. Yeah, yeah. That's red. What? That's yeah, super awesome. cool. That's so yeah, 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 yeah. He, he used to work I for. Thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna be like, I grew up with uh, Vernon Wells' grandkids. <laughs> like kids. I was like, well, that's, you grew up with Vernon Wells' kids. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Me and Vlad Guerrero Jr. were best friends growing up. <laughs> super, we were super tight. We were super tight. Yeah. Um, no, I played t-ball for one season. That's as far as baseball goes in my life. So. Um, I saw Vlad Guerrero played for the Montreal Expos. What are you doing? Yeah. 
Yeah, but there the didn't he move to Toronto or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I think that just he... Vladdy Jr. plays for Toronto. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah. I almost <laughs> responded as though I knew. Which he is played, weird, because I have not a clue. He's the like best player. You, you played it off perfectly. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> he's Joel's best player, so yeah, that was perfect. Um, okay, what else? Okay, uh, Kendrick Lamar album on this list. Thank you, whoever put that on there, because I'd forgotten that we're getting this, and this is mm. this will show up on my list because um, he's amazing. Um, if you go to my Twitter right now at catcher, my twin Pete, uh, my my pinned tweet is when I grow old, I'll be able to tell the kids that I lived in the time of Kendrick Lamar. Um, I just think he's amazing. Uh, now Kanye West is the greatest that ever did it, but, um, there is something so special about what Kendrick Lamar has, uh, done over his career in terms of the albums he's made, the approaches he's taken. Um, he got me into rap in a way that like no other rappers ever had. Granted, I'm a white kid from the suburbs of Canada, so, <laughs> you know, like, late blooming and all that stuff, but, like, um, his work, Good Kid, Mad City, was, like, a life-changing mm-hmm. experience for me. The way he blends voices and audio techniques to create, like, a tapestry is, like, unheard of. Um, so, very happy that was on there, because I totally forgot, and I got to nab that for my list. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Um... Lots of Lord of the uh, lots of Lord of the Rings love on this list. Uh, I have no ill in, ill feelings towards Lord of the Rings, but I have no like overt love either. Um, mm-hmm. I've told this story like one time on a podcast many years ago, but I went to go watch the first movie when it came out with uh, my friend, like really really good friend of mine at the time, and his girlfriend, and we got to the theater, and I we. It was packed, so we had to go like all the way to the back into the corner. So it was Wall, me, him, her. So the worst place to sit, like unless it's like the front row. Other than the front row, is the worst place to sit in a movie theater. Right, and so the lights go down, and this isn't lights for the movie. This is lights for the previews. Mm -hmm. They go down, and they instantly start making out, and he starts (laughs) kicking me with his foot. (laughs) And this proceeds for all, like, three hours, three and a half hours of this movie. It was the worst experience of my life. That sounds awful. What a movie to just make out the entire time for the longest movie ever. Incredibly (laughs) unromantic, incredibly long movie. The whole time. Like, three and a half hours of just being, like, kicked. And and not hurtful. It's like like water drip torture, you know, where it's like, it's just a little bit. But it's, like, over three hours, so you're like... I hate this. So I own the extended editions, and I've seen the movies, but I just get flashbacks whenever I read Lord of the Rings on something, and so I'm just like, yeah. I get sweaty. And That friend sucks, because Lord of the Rings is both one of my entire favorite things in the entire world. Like, we're both really, really in love with Lord of the Rings, so that friend especially just sucks. Well, there's <laughs> so many reasons why that friend sucks and is no longer in my life, but that is, like, number 10 of 10, like... Of yeah, the rankings, we're... that's number ten. Yeah. yeah. What a what a movie though to like. <laughs> that's like you know the episode of Seinfeld where his, Jerry's parents get mad at him for making out with his girlfriend during Schindler's List. It's like like wh- why are you making out during Lord, <laughs> Lord yeah. of the Rings? Like that's how you know for a fact I don't watch Seinfeld. 
but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Ty, I didn't watch it either, but ah, I understand the I understand the point though. I understand the point you're making, which is like, read the room. Like this is not a so yeah. Yeah, like go watch whatever like Will Ferrell movie is out. Make out during that movie. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like well known to be the sexiest of all movies. Will Ferrell. Like when I see Will Ferrell in a movie, the first word that comes to mind is sexy. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, as we all. Um, with that being said, choose to make out during Lord of the Rings if you want. Just don't bring me with you, is the thing, right? Like, just don't bring me with you. That's all I'm asking. Like, f- your kink is your kink. I will shame no one. But this is just don't involve me. I don't want to be included. Yeah, that's yeah, all. I get it. That's all it is. I get it. That's fair. Um, yeah, okay, what else? What else on this list? Um, I've never watched Ted Lasso. Oh, so so seeing that on the list, I'm like, I've heard it's really great, but I'm sort of like, whatever about that. You're the second. Well, that's the second 70 millimeter related person we've had on this. That's just not, you know, not done Ted Lasso, not super yeah. Ted Lasso person. Yeah, Slim was the other one yeah, Slim. where Lasso. he got Slim from. Well, I, Slim, and... Slim said he watched it, but he didn't wasn't. I guess he watched a little bit of it. I don't know. He mentioned Ned Flanders and then I tuned out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you've had Slim, you have to know he's going to talk at least a bit about The Simpsons. This is yeah. this, this is like his his teacher growing up, I feel like. Um, okay, The Apollo 10 and a half, a film I honestly had never even heard of, knew existed. It turns out it's like an animated movie that's coming out on Netflix. Um, it's about space. Um, I love space. I'm big on space stuff. Uh, so that had me interested just to know, like, what that's going to play out like. Uh, so Mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, Olympics World Cup. Okay, so this is more a political thing than it is, like, a sports thing. Um, I just can't stand all the crap that, like, the situation for Qatar for World Cup is a scary, sad Mm -hmm. situation. Um, but... There is something powerful about the world coming together. Like, the intent of what these things are about is always fun yep. and exciting. Like, uh, was it the Euro Cup that was last year? Yeah. Last summer? My girlfriend, she's English. Um, and England did quite well this year. Um, not as well as Italy did. <laughs> Suckers. Um, Get wrecked, dude. That's right. Listen, you know. We are who we are, uh, the Italian people. Um, but it, I don't. I'm not big on sports except basketball, really. But it was so fun to like go to the bar, have drinks, get excited. Like that stuff is. I totally get like why people look forward to it every year. There's just a lot of crazy nonsense that gets wrapped up in that stuff. That is like, mm-hmm. it's like oh goodness, yeah. um, <laughs> So many people had to die for this stadium. It just seems wrong. Um, oh my god! <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's true. I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah, to bring that. Yeah, no, time. it's very true. Yeah, you yeah. can edit that out if you want. I understand. No, no, that's that might be too in. much for the kids. We don't. We don't edit here. Oh, okay. no, that's the only in. editing we do is if you cuss, we'll beep it out. That's oh, it. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so you know, I should start swearing. So Ty actually has work to do when this is done. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. I'm with you. I, I see you, Dang, I see you. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're picking it up. Thank you. Yeah, um, what else? <laughs> oh, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. How stu- like this could be awesome, right? Yeah. Like this really could be awesome because Ewan McGregor is the man. 
I feel like yeah. this is something like he's maybe wanted for a long time. Like I think he probably has a vision. I don't know if he's producing on this or not. Um, I really liked Mandalorian. I've only seen episode one of Boba Fett, and I really didn't like it that much. Um, and I like Boba Fett, the image of Boba Fett. Like, you can't really like, like, what is there to like about Boba Fett, really? Like, there isn't, yeah, like, I get it. Unless he was a read... great action figure. The That's coolest what... action figure ever. Yeah. The, co- the coolest one. Like, literally the coolest yeah. one. This slave. Lots of cool cardboard cutouts of Boba Fett, but that's kind you, of You Ewan is producing. I just looked it up. Ewan is producing. Okay, so okay. he'll have some say on that, which is great. Um, the Slave One ship is the coolest ship that's, like, ever made, made ever. It's cooler than the oh, Millennium yeah. Falcon. I don't care who you are. Ian, I'm sorry. I know we're, we're friends. Please don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that take. The Slave like take. One is so no, I'm into it. I think it's sick. cool. The fact that it rotates, the fact that, like, mm-hmm. it lands in a different way, the shape of it, the way it moves, the way they show it is, oh, it's so epic. The way it flies through the asteroid belt, it's awesome. I love the Slave One ship. It's, like, my favorite, maybe top five favorite ships ever all time. Um, so I didn't know what I was expecting. It is cool to be back on Tatooine. It is cool to like, sort of like flush out what that area looks like to be in Moss Espa or wherever that the bigger city is. Cause they're in Moss Eisley at the beginning and this and they're in Moss Espa, whatever it is, it's cool. Um, Mm. but the story seems lacking. So I'm not like, I'm reserved excitement for Obi-Wan Kenobi, but like, damn, if that might not be like the coolest ever. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, the Spider-Man movies, like, obviously, like, who can't, who's not hyped for that? It's not on my list, yep. but, like, how good was that first movie? Incredible. Yeah. Yep. Greatest uh, animated movie of all time. It might be, honestly, like, yep. top three of all time animated yeah. movies. Like, incredible. Just the, the thought, like, the thought process, the attention to detail, it's beautiful um there's not what really okay black panther very excited thor i'm i could i don't care uh (laughs) the batman i should be hyped about this i care even less about the batman (laughs) than i do about thor which is crazy because i should but it's like we had the like we had the dark and gritty trilogy we did that already do we need yeah. to do it again? Like, they keep describing the movie as though they're hitting new ground. They're like, it's realistic. <laughs> We're doing it, like, in a gritty, uh, uh, what's it called, like, grounded, dark way. It's like, that's literally all the taglines for the, the Nolan trilogy. <laughs> this is not, like, stop saying it like it's fresh. Dude, I can't wait to see how slow the slow mo is of those pearls hitting the oh, pavement. Are you kidding? We're not doing it's it again. Be so slow. There's I would no love way. to see the next trilogy that comes out. They're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be super bright. It's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna... <laughs> Honestly, I would prefer that. Just so Lego that... Batman, but live action. But why not? Like, let's just do something new. The thing that kills me with um, uh, DC is they've taken all the wrong reasons. Oh, sorry, all the wrong lessons for Marvel. It's like do what you do yeah. well. Like. They have the archetypal characters. Like, DC has the archetypal characters. Play with that. Like, do a trilogy. Mm. Do another weird trilogy. Like, stop trying to connect everything. And they're sort of learning that now. But it's like, just have fun with it. Like, do something new. Like, don't have to make a huge universe. And play with new characters. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just glad. 
Ezra Miller as literally anything. Yeah, that's maybe step one. <laughs> don't step cast one, don't an cast actor who literally doesn't know how to run, whose superpower mm-hmm. is running fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His whole, that's what he, the Flash runs. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Ezra Miller, no clue how to run. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. He it's looked insane. a little goofy in that movie, I'll be honest. Um, it's insane. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, Elden Ring, like, I wish I was excited for that game, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'm really not good at video games in that way. So... Bloodborne and Dark Souls, like I just feel like a dummy when I play <laughs> them. So, uh, yep, I'm excited to, for other people's excitement. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I mean, like it's a they're good lists. I understand. I see them. I understand them. They're not my lists, but I, yeah. I did crib a couple. I'm not gonna lie for myself for my list yeah, yeah. fair yeah you have to oh, speaking of what's your, what's your list yeah like? let's hear your list okay so we're gonna do that okay do you do you want me to start with honorable mentions yeah and yeah. then and then go up okay so honorable mentions i have the ambulance which is oh, this new michael movie bay from michael movie. bay i'm yeah. not big on michael bay um but i'm very excited about like michael bay doing heat i guess it looks like kind of like michael bay's heat which is interesting. Um, yeah. He's a Criterion director, you know. He is. You we've covered know. we've covered both of his Criterion films on Cinenot, so please check those out: The Rock yeah. and uh, Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Armageddon is a really good episode, actually, and yeah, uh, we had it such really a is. <laughs> we had such yeah. a blast with The Rock. Uh, Nick Cage is like forever in my heart. <laughs> I've not not seen Heat, so I do not know what to expect. Oh. Check out oh Heat, bro. Gosh. Classic. Heat's it's very so good. good. In fact, in fact, you like uh, you've seen The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, well, that came before two, 2010, so yeah, I wasn't sure. It, I had to, it's not a hard and fast I, thing. I know. I'm you just know? giving you a hard time. Um, <laughs> it's a general good rule to to follow. Yeah, yeah. But it's not hard and fast. Um, if you like the opening sequence of Dark Knight, okay. Heat is your clowns robbing a bank. Heat is yeah, that jam the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not clowns, but you'll get it as soon as you watch it. Oh, well, that it's like if you mixed that, like mixed the opening sequence of Dark Knight with Point Point Break. Love Point Break. Mm, Actually, interesting. I've never seen Point Break. Give me oh, oh, Point Break is one of the most fun movies I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, that's what everyone says. I had the greatest Sunday of my life. I watched Point Break, Speed, and Total Recall back to back to back. It was the greatest day I've ever had. Oh, amazing! All for the first time. Okay, just like a couple months ago. Sure, sure, sure. Man, what Best a journey! What a journey you've been on these last few years, Danny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird making friends with people who love movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they force you to watch movies. <laughs> we are a cult, and we won't stop. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? Uh, oh, uh, now I don't have a switch. So that's why I've not put this in my actual top, but the Breath mm. of the Wild sequel is coming out, supposed Ooh. to be coming out next year. Yeah. We'll see if that actually happens. Uh, Breath of the Wild is like top five greatest video games of all time for me. Uh, I think it's immaculately made. I had more fun playing that game than almost any other game ever. Um, so just excited to see what they managed to do with that, if at all. Um, I have so, I have not played Breath of the Wild. Do you have a Switch? And yeah, Did the, you, you've, the not, one... you've not you've done everything wrong with your life <laughs> up until this point, Danny. There is exactly one reason that I have not played Breath of the Wild because I know that the Swords and Shields breaking is going to piss me off. It won't. It won't. 
you will you will like you just it's it gets into the groove like it's not one of those okay. things where you've played in the game and you're like i hate this you hate it at first yeah. but it's like built like the but it you it becomes part of the gameplay flow and it works yeah. so I'll, don't be sad if they ever ever even though it's been out for years now if they ever put it on sale i'll give it a shot when does nintendo ever put anything on sale ever i don't think they've ever <laughs> sometimes done that. They, it happens every now and then just not with mario or zelda properties apparently oh yeah that's actually probably true yeah i'm sure they don't they have like a similar thing to playstation's greatest hits or something eventually they do that i think yeah, for some they're gonna have to man it's been years yeah yeah exactly <laughs> even skyrim went on sale eventually like you gotta <laughs> give me something <laughs> yeah that's right um, and then, oh, should I, should we wait for Ty? No, you're good. Okay. Right. Um, and then my last one is Moonfall for honorable mentions. Um, okay. it's a, have you heard of this movie? No. Okay. So it's Roland Emmerich. He's the guy that does disaster movies. He yep. did like, uh, Independence, Independence Day, Day, I think 2012 maybe. Yeah. Which I didn't see. Um, but basically the moon falls to earth. Um, and... Maybe aliens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the boot falls to Earth and aliens? Question. Yeah. Right? So um, the tra- just look up the trailer. It's just a CGI Superfest, but um, so Roland Emmerich. Roland yeah, Emmerich. Par for the course. But yeah. and it, it, there's a really good chance it's going to be terrible. Um, but right. just something about the so Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there's something about it that tickles my fancy. Um, so mm-hmm. once I saw it, there's like a bunch of other really great movies. Like Scorsese has a movie that's coming out that like I should have on this list instead, um, but I've left Moonfall in its place. Is it is it another movie where he's gonna cast like eighty year old people to play fifty year old people? No, listen, okay, <laughs> if this is Martin Scorsese, we need to have somewhere a little just a minutia of respect for Martin Scorsese, okay? Make me, you can't make me. The I- whatever I want. Okay, that's fine. That's There's fine. just something fun about not showing any respect to people that deserve all the respect. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I understand. I, I can't help myself. Yeah, I spent some time <laughs> Steven Spielberg, and it's not fair. Um, so I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's my honorable mentions. Uh, Ty, Moonfall was the last item on the honorable mentions list. Uh, sorry, my neighbor was knocking on our front door. No, all so good. I had to go answer it. No, no my fine. roommates are out. I, I just wanted to let you know where we're at. Moonfall <laughs> is my last, my last uh, honorable mention. The world is ending. Roland Emmerich just likes to destroy the world. Maybe that's right. Yeah, yeah. I feel I kind of feel bad for him because it's clear no one will let him make any other movies. Like I'm sure he wants to, <laughs> and they just won't let him. So it's like I'm hoping now it'll be like, well, if I have to make this, I might as well make it interesting. So we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. that's the case. Has anyone, like, asked him, like, hey, are you okay? Like, because you keep making movies about the world ending. Well, that's like, Are thing. you good? I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's fine. Are you good? He's rich. I'm sure he's fine. The problem is, it's like in Hollywood, once you get locked in to something, they won't make, let you make other movies. So it's like, yeah. it's rough for him. I, I, feel, I feel for Roland. Yeah. Little, I mean, not that much. He's rich, but, you know. Yeah, yeah he's got Independence Day money. Right. Just, you know, come on. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. That's right. Um, okay, so my actual list. Number 10, Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. Uh, thank you for putting that in. Again, I wouldn't have even thought. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the first Top Gun. I don't watch it incessantly. Oh, I don't... oh you came on the wrong podcast to say that. That's fine. <laughs> you messed up, dude. You just talked Martin Scorsese, so I'm not the one in trouble here. We're even. Okay. Um, Very, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, but 
that trailer for Top Gun Maverick is ups- so is crazy. I'm so, so when they so ha- they play the music and Miles Teller does like the shake when he's in the sand is like all I needed. All I needed. That's it. I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. Let's go. Top Gun oh. freaking rips, dude. Yeah, it's, don't don't talk too much about Miles Teller though. Uh Danny a, might actually spot. lose it and leave the podcast. I You know those people, you have any actors that you just despise and you can't quite put your finger on it? Like for me it's Anna Kendrick. Oh, interesting. For me, it's very, it's very much Miles Teller. I can't stand that. Like, I have no reason to hate Anna Kendrick. I just do. I'm sure I do, but I imagine I just buried them so deep in my subconscious oh, yeah. that I, I couldn't I, I've bring made them it up. part of my personality. So. <laughs> it's, never, it's so much never so make that, like, hate anytime, part of your personality, Danny. Never make hate. Anytime Miles Teller does anything, people like send it to me and tag me. Well, here's it. the thing: it's Miles Teller in real life, definitely not someone you'd ever want to hang out with. But, mm-hmm. like, if he has the right project, like, you could get Whiplash, which was, like, sure, yeah. one of the best performances ever. Yeah. Or Whiplash you could get. so good if literally anybody else. Or, or you like could get Project X. Where he just plays himself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Big douchebag. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Project X. Um, what an episode great, that was. Great Sinanato episode. <laughs> yeah. I made my little brother listen to that. Oh, me. perfect. It was amazing. <laughs> Sorry to your younger brother. I'm sure yeah. he swore at some point. Um, he loved it because he's 16 right now, so he loves Project X. Of course. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Right, because like all of those songs are like classics. Like how we, yeah. would, like I would think of like Led Zeppelin as my dad's, like a classic my dad song. Like mm-hmm. that's clear. Like those are classics for young young yeah. pups i guess um okay number nine is creed three uh creed one wait is that coming out this year that's yeah. what the web that's what the website said that's what it I says forgot. on letterbox yeah i forgot to put it on my list i didn't know it was coming out Dang michael it. b jordan's oversight. directorial debut that's Danny, a which one would you remove from your part. list to replace it I can't say, dude. Probably Batman, almost, right? Almost, I'm freaking. I'm almost, a pro, dude. I almost got him. I'm a professional. Um, okay, so why is this cool? The first one is epic. Um, if one you if you watch time. Rocky one, Rocky Balboa, and then Creed, you'll have the greatest afternoon mm-hmm. of your life. It's mm-hmm. it's such a good like scrap two to what however other movies there are in the Rocky series. I don't care. One, I think five. Rocky Balboa is five. Yeah, there's five before you get to Balboa. Is it? So it's yeah. six? There's five? Yeah, so Rocky Balboa is the sixth Holy movie. shit. Okay, well, what could those even be about? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> one. Uh, there's a robot in there somewhere. Rocky that... ended the Cold War in Rocky Four. How have you not? Did you not learn about this in history class? <laughs> there's an excellent One of my favorite bits that. that have ever come from the... Was it this show or Wisway where Rocky, like... Rocky is the one that punched down the Berlin Wall. Yeah, Rocky, <laughs> like in our Texas educational system, Rocky ended the Cold War Amazing. when he yeah. when, when he beat Ivan Drago. Spoiler alert <laughs> for me that came out in the eighties. Political history, guys, get to school, learn your history. Texas forever. That's right. Um, so Creed one was awesome. Um, Creed two was good like i i enjoyed it it definitely is not i don't think it felt as good um but wait but you've never seen rocky four right which one which one's four four is the one where he fights the russian dude oh i've seen it yeah as okay okay i was about to say because you gotta watch rocky you can't 
exit out Rocky Four okay. if you're going to go into the. Okay, creams. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, it's not like <laughs> it, you don't have to do that much work to like get set up for like understanding what the movie is. One, Creed Two does a great job of setting it up on its own, and two, it's like he fights the Russian guy. Like the, where it's not that complicated a concept. Um, so the really the thing that I'm most excited because this is like the third movie in a trilogy with sort of like a downward trajectory, so it shouldn't be that exciting. But Michael B. Jordan is directing. Um, and I am here for that. I Debut. like this guy. I'm very, I like him as an actor since Chronicle. Um, oh, and oh, I'm throwback. Just, yeah, man. I've just been excited every time I see him. And I love that he's just like exploded. Um, so I'm just happy to see like what he's, cause he's been like producing a lot of stuff. He's been really like taking charge of his career in a really interesting and smart way. And so I love that. He's going to try this out in a property he's very well versed in. He's like, he knows, you know, the motions he's going to want to hit. So I like that. So I'm very excited about that story. More so behind the scenes than what the screen, what will be on screen. But it's Michael B. Jordan. Like, let's give him a shot. And I think he's really like, I think he's really taking advantage of Coogler taking him under his wing. Yeah. Because like, he's like Coogler's boy. Like that's Coogler's. Yeah. Well, they you made know, two, like, like three absolutely epic movies together. So yeah, so um, it'll. I, I cannot wait. I mean, we are big Michael B. Jordan guys at, okay, on great. the rankings. Like mm-hmm. I've, I have like, if I was a movie producer, my idea is you want to make a, a a couple billion dollars, recreate all of Kurt Russell's action movies from the eighties with Michael, and B. just Jordan. replace him with Michael B. Jordan, and you're going to make a billion dollars. Amazing. That's that's actually an interesting take. I want to see him do like some more like dramatic stuff though. I feel like he's got the yeah. chops. Um, and I just he hasn't wanna... done. He's got that what Jordan movie coming out, which is like, yeah, I'm not not we'll too si- excited sure. about those like low budget like emotional yeah. terrorism movies, basically. But <laughs> yeah, I mean he's I mean, he's got he's what he's probably our favorite collective actor on the rankings, right, Danny? Yeah, not yeah. Miles Teller. Yeah. So strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, God, Miles Teller. Okay, number eight. Jackass Forever. Now, hopefully, oh, that's a good one. hopefully this comes that's out. That's a really good one. Shout out to Tobin Hodges. Would have been number one on his list if he was the guest judge. Honestly, I cannot tell you how much fun I had watching one and two like in high school mm-hmm. when it came out, or I guess early college. Just, it's so fun. And uh, Johnny Knoxville is like a modern day Buster Keaton or something like the way that he makes puts his body into harm's way for humor. Like he's a standout and I know he didn't invent it, you know, like he sort of helped produce and all this stuff, but like he does it better than any of those dudes do it. He does it better than any of those guys, the CKY guys. He does it better than all of them. He does it it's an art form what he's done to his body and it's brilliant and uh i just i can't wait to watch more now that they're old and stuff like this is just it's a joy so i'm very excited to watch this movie has anyone given more to their fans than johnny (laughs) knoxville i i can't possibly i'm sure there are like serious answers to that question that i couldn't give you but like i can't think of I can't think of them. <laughs> like yeah. he's just yeah. so many poor, like so many terrible injuries that man has endured. <laughs> like he broke his penis, I think. 
He's yeah. like he was crushed on <laughs> like by a golf cart. Like he, so many things have happened to him. Um, so he, yes, our so our friend Tobin, who's his son Jude, is our number one fan. The conglomerate of twelve year olds or middle schoolers that listen he is to their her. king. Yeah, yeah. So Tobin's idea is the next Jackass movie needs to be all of the kids of all of the jackass guys have to repeat all of the stunts that they already did. Oh, <laughs> Just wait like brilliant. 10 years and then have all their kids do jackass yeah. the next generation. Oh my God. That's so good. I know that this movie has like new cast members and they're younger. So I'd be interested to see like if they can be funny enough to like carry on like a new trilogy of movies or something. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. I can't wait for like Machine Gun Kelly. Love his music. Cannot wait to see him get hurt in a jackass. <laughs> 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 cannot wait. <laughs> Loved his latest album. Cannot wait to see him get hurt. Amazing. Um, okay, number seven on my list is The Northman. Uh, oh, it's a new movie yeah. by uh, Danny da- would hate this movie. Da- David Ed- Edgar. I'm kind of excited about it actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. D- David Edgers, right? Is it David? I don't think it's David. Robert Robert, Robert Edgers. Edgers. That's right. Yeah. Um, I love The Witch. I thought it was great. Um, the Lighthouse, I enjoyed a lot. Um, it wasn't like it didn't blow me over in terms of like it didn't become like a five star rating on Letterbox sort of situation. I don't think. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot, and I just love him. He comes from like a production design background, so he's all about the authenticity of the environments. Um, so that's very exciting, and the cast is unreal. Um, so yeah. I'm sign me up for Viking violence. Yeah, this dude makes the opposite of movies that I enjoy. Yeah. like he is like like he he makes movies i hate yeah. frankly but i think vikings are super cool and i love anya taylor joy so i'm going to give it a shot and i'm I'm going into it with an open mind yeah okay. and the okay. witch was so good yeah oh god the lighthouse the, the which is one of my, the witch is one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen i ever. recognize the lighthouse <laughs> as a good movie but there's so many like film bros that were so into it and annoyingly into it that yeah. i it dropped two stars on letterboxd because of that I understand like that. it was just so the people that surrounded that like it's the same with like pulp fiction people or fight club people you know sometimes they're a little bit too into it yes but but he does like anything he makes looks amazing yeah always yeah yeah, my letterbox review of The Witch is two stars, a good movie that I hate a lot. <laughs> like, I, I just, love The Witch. Like, I can recognize how well-made it is and also that it is just the opposite of For Me. I yeah. loved it so much. Yeah, me too. It's just like, it's not at all what you think it's going to be every step of the way. It's like, yeah. it's great. Um, okay, number six, keeping in line with North things. Norse. Norse? Yes, mm-hmm. Norse. Norse. Yeah, Nor- yeah mm-hmm. okay. I know words. Um, <laughs> God of War, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, you're yeah. in, you guys are in the states. There's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the states has Xboxes. No one has Playstations. No PlayStation I, guy. I most hundred percent. I would love to have a PlayStation. Were it Tight, were it yes. possible to buy a PlayStation right now, I would love to own one. I lucked yeah. in to a PS5 through a weird. A combination of circumstances. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it for Catcher like... stole a PS5. Everybody. No, that's what <laughs> happened. <laughs> I, w- I wish I was cool enough to do that. It fell off the back of a truck. 
No. Yeah, no. I, I, should I tell the story? I'll tell the story. It doesn't matter. Uh, I have a friend I work with, and he bought one. And I'm pretty sure he's, he paid, like, a lot of money. Like, more than he should have. Like, above asking price, you know? Right. Um, and then it just sat in his plate in his house because there are no games coming out for it. And mm-hmm. a lot of the games he was excited were also coming out for PCs. And um, he's a big PC guy. Mm-hmm. So he just asked one day if I was interested in buying it. I was like, sure, like how much? And he's like 400 bucks. And I was what? like, what? what? I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sold. Like I said, yes, immediately. Like there's no yeah. chance I'm going to let you even <laughs> yeah, rethink that. To at all yeah. i shook his hand right there and i so i have a ps5 for 400 bucks it's the craziest story that ever happened oh my god that's nuts yeah it's awesome absolutely nuts so i've been trying to get one they're all like a thousand dollars plus dude every morning i go on vert you know i check out the verge or something and it'll be an article and it's just like playstation's available on walmart.com and then in parentheses it's like sold out like i've never yeah. seen it where it hasn't said sold out you know it's the chip shortage is a crazy situation right now, so I I'm just incredibly lucky and super fortunate that I have the opportunity to have one. It's the greatest thing ever. Seems like uh, both of y'all have really good friends, and I'm just kind of stuck with you know. <laughs> Danny gets free cri- Criterion's. You yeah. get a, a PS5 for half the price. Yeah, I know. It's because a... you're actively mean to everyone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am. Yeah, Martin. You're right. Martin would have given you a PS5 if you'd just been nicer about the Irishman tie. <laughs> You know? I'm sorry. I just can't see Robert De Niro kicking I, somebody I was again. Say, I, I might be nicer about the Irishman if Robert De Niro didn't look decrepit. What curb stop? <laughs> okay, we're moving on from this. Um, no, uh, Ragnarok. It's a sequel to God of War, the new God of War that came out in 2018, which is an absolutely epic movie. Um, I am movie epic game. So incredibly yeah. good. I'm so excited to see where the story goes. Simple as that. Um, Number five. That was number six. So number five, Kendrick Lamar, his new album. I've already spoken about how excited I am about it. I won't continue. Check it out. Everyone who hasn't, go and look at his discography. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Number four. Okay, so that was top five. So we're top five. Kendrick Lamar, number five. Number four is The Whale. Uh, It's a film by my boy, Darren Aronofsky. Should be coming out next year. Uh, hold on. I didn't get the uh, synopsis. I will get it right now. I'm uh, I'm pretty busy. This one might not make the watch list. I got lots going on this year. <laughs> yeah. If, if Robert Eggers isn't Danny's thing, then Darren Aronofsky is definitely not Danny's there, thing. There's not more a boy for me than him. Um, he was my first favorite director. Uh, he continues to be my favorite director. He's made only one movie that didn't absolutely resonate with me. Um, so I'm just, I'm here for the next one. Uh, and the description is, The Whale is an upcoming American psychological drama based on a, pl- oh, that's not a synopsis. Hold on. <laughs> that's a terrible, oh, here we go. Premise. A 600-pound middle-aged man named Charlie tries to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter, The two grew apart after Charlie abandoned his family for his gay lover, who later died. Charlie then went on to binge eat out of pain and guilt. 
Okay. Oh, so. and Brendan Fraser's playing Charlie. That and, awful. Yes. God, that sounds so bad. Yes. No, but it's Brendan Fraser's the comeback of the century, which That's is right. Brendan Fraser. Right. So like, thank you, thank you, yeah. Ty. Thank you, Ty. Listen, love Brendan Fraser. Okay. Here's why this movie is going to be awesome. Incredible bummer of a plot of a movie. Here's and Sadie Sink. Oh, this is that? such a good cast. Who's that? I don't know names. Hold on, let me look. Sadie Sink is the Things. redhead girl from Stranger Things. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, okay, so why this movie is going to be awesome is basically no one does, um, no one does the psychological torment of living in fleshy meat sacks like Darren Aronofsky, (laughs) except, except maybe Cronenberg, who essentially like invented body horror, right? Yeah. Um, but the way that uh aronofsky has like dedicated his life i think somewhat subconsciously to the sort of the human body and all the terrible things that it can go through um he's there's no one else like it um so this is just like right this is more classic aronofsky and i am so here for it yeah this aronofsky is like i will rate everything very high yeah. And I will never watch it again. Like, yeah. The Wrestler's the only Aronofsky film that I, like, have and, a desire to watch again. And The Wrestler is, like, one of my favorites of his. And I prefer it over Black Swan. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. Is that a like, actual hot... That's, there's no way that's, no, that's a hot, a hot No, that's a hot take. No, Really? Everyone loves... Black Swan might be the only Aronofsky movie, like, regular people will have, A, seen, and B, have feelings about that are positive it don't like it's the only one that was nominated for an oscar or anyone that like had at least a large chance of winning like it's the wrestler they're like a pair of movies they were like they were supposed to be one movie and then he made them into two movies and of the pair i like the wrestler more oh yeah i have it it's the only aronofsky film i have it five stars amazing it's perfect ty ty are we best friends ty we are yeah we are best friends right now (laughs) Okay, great. This is exciting. Now we'll see which list you choose, though. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, number three. Uh, I hadn't really thought that this would be a contender until I saw your lists. Um, And then I was like, well, I need to put a sports thing. Um, And only because I'm the most excited for this, which is the 2022 Formula One season, which is coming up next year. Uh, I grew up watching Formula One. My dad was big into it. He used to go to see the race in Montreal when I was a kid. I'd always dreamed about going. And him and his friends stopped going by the time I was old enough, and I always regretted that. Um, And then a few years ago, the first season of Drive to Survive came out. And I watched it and would not shut up about it. And now a whole (laughs) bunch of my friends here in Toronto have started watching it. And a whole bunch of uh, some friends that we have in the village... Um, not in the, it doesn't matter. I have a group chat with some friends. Some of them, you guys know, and a lot of them were not into it. There's a few of them that are, and now we've gotten a whole bunch more guys who are onto it because of that show. And, um, it's so exciting to like be back watching this thing that I love with people that I care about. Like, it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really good friend of mine. We watch like every, almost every race together. We go and hang out in the morning. We'll watch qualifying. Then we watch the race the next day. Like, it's awesome. And next year, it's new rules, new cars. It's a big shakeup with regards to where drivers are. So it's like, this is going to be the best. Like, 
this is going to be the best season for like new people to come on to. Um, please, if you're not watching it, just watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. You don't have to watch Formula One after. It's a great show, especially just season one. Amazing. So is is, yeah. is Kevin that group chat about F one? Not in the one that I'm in, but only because it's like it's friends like outside of the village and people in the village. So it's uh, like, okay, it's okay. like before it's a whole complicated thing. We uh, uh, so we have an F one corner on we yeah. should watch a movie. Yeah, and Kev did a like jingle for it. So we have Kev an, performed a jingle yeah, for a he F1 created Amazing. a jingle for it. So like during the season, we have an F one corner. And Kev did the jingle for it. Oh my God! Yes, I need to hear that. I need to ask it. I need to ask Kev about this when I talk to him next. This yeah. is very cool. I need it's to hear good. that. Um, okay, so that was number three. Number two, Avatar two. Oh no! Oh yes, no. yes. Okay, listen, haters. Okay, here's the thing. Number one, Avatar one. Was it good? It's fine. No. It was fine. Okay, it's, it's papyrus. It's incredibly it forgettable. Papyrus. It's, it's Pocahontas. It's Pocahontas, but it's, less good. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. First off, what he managed to do by creating that whole like biome was next level, and I just want more. Two, the only way. Do you guys like holograms? You like the idea of holograms, like Star Trek holograms? Yeah. I yeah, love. Like, I, I mean, I love Star Wars, so of course I'll, spent, I. I kind of have to love zero, I've spent no time in my life thinking about Hollywood. Okay, well I have, story. and I'll tell you something. <laughs> okay, the only way we get to holograms is through 3D. So that we need, we need to keep pushing the technology so we can get cool shit in the future. Okay, so we need to go out there and we need to start spending money wisely. Okay, we need to start spending because money is power here, and if we want holograms. We need to watch 3D movies. This is the future. Um, on top of that, James Cameron is a freaking genius. Okay, he is. I don't, oh, yeah, he I is. don't love. You know, I don't. I will not. I will not put on Terminator every night of the week. Okay, I, that's just not my vibe. But has this dude ever made a bad movie? Like he's maybe made a movie you don't enjoy. But this dude has never made a bad movie, and like every one <coughs> of his movies has made like a billion dollars. Okay, but you don't like Titanic. But it made like twenty billion dollars. So <laughs> yeah, someone, <sure. laughs> someone liked that movie. It just the majority of people did. It just yeah. wasn't you. So um, I'm ready to go back. I'm ready for this like five movie trilogy that he has. Like he's working on. It seems to be actually going to come out. He's delayed it like a hundred times. Um, this might actually be it. So praise, praying to God, we got Avatar two. <laughs> Whatever it's called, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not important. I think Avatar and Titanic are the only James Cameron movies I've seen. Oh, yeah, because you haven't seen Aliens, have you? Which is the greatest James no, Cameron or, movie ever. Or Terminator. Terminator. And did he direct no. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which is also... Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Is he the greatest director of sequels ever? So maybe Avatar 2 will be. Th- thank you, Ty. Because he made Aliens and Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which were like two of the greatest movies ever. Uh, maybe That's my not... mind's changing the more we talk about this. Ty, just let it happen. <laughs> just let it wash over you. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay. Last one. Number one. Shockingly, not a movie, considering I have a movie podcast, and I love <laughs> movies. But number one goes to Starfield. It's a video game by Bethesda Studios, 
And do you, have you guys heard of this game? I've yeah. never heard of this. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, basically, I when I like started uh, getting back into video games, and I started with a PS4. Uh, some friends of mine were like, "You." Everyone obviously talked about Skyrim. Play Skyrim. Play Skyrim. I played Skyrim. I hated it. It was the worst. Then I played Whoa. Fallout Four, and I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Um, and I got catch your weird opposite people. I can't. <laughs> you know what the problem is? You know what the problem with Skyrim is? This you just chop in the air, and when you press yeah. it, it just does this, and nothing is dynamic, which is fair because this game is like a hundred years old, and they just keep porting it over and over again. But I just can't. I didn't play it when it first came out and so mm. i it's like watching old movies right it's like mm-hmm. i can't get past that um barrier of the fighting mechanics feeling janky um yeah. so that that's really all it is i'm sure it's beautiful i have some of my best friends in the whole world would die for skyrim um yeah it's one of my favorite games of all time and if it's anything like fallout 4 which i understand it is like i get that like the depth of the story, the excitement, the mm-hmm. exploration, the fact that you feel like this person in the wasteland um, was incredible. And in my mind, I was like, all they need to do is make this like a real sci-fi game. If they could just give me Fallout in space, that would be amazing. And then like two years ago, they were like, Starfield coming out. I was like, <gasps> and I've been <laughs> patiently waiting uh, for this game to come out. And then they... Be- are you okay? Yeah. No, this sounds. I'm. This sounds so amazing. Dude, I'm so into this. <laughs> just traveling only, around space, dude, RPG this, in space. Dude, this is what I mean, man. And it's like the first new IP <laughs> from them. You know, it's like these guys are not idiots. They're great game makers. So, mm. I just give. This is all I've wanted. So I, I am sad because it's now going to be like Xbox exclusive because oh. Bethesda now owns them, which is like oh. broke my heart. Um, so I may have to buy an Xbox S, Xbox S Crap. to play this, um, because this is all I want. This is all I want. Uh, so yeah, number one, Bethesda Studios, Starfield. That's all my. That's my list. Dang, my little brother has an Xbox. Maybe I'll convince him to buy the game. And I'll just go over to my parents' house and play it. Hey, do you want? To, do you want to swap consoles for a month? I've done that before. Dude, no, I'll just yes. go over there and force We're him not to it, play. <laughs> And I'll just remind my you parents, play, like, hey, he's still in high school. God he's got to do, like, homework and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You play God of War for a month. Let me play Starfield oh, for a month. Dude, this is a good trade. You'll love yeah, God of War. Yeah, that's not bad. It always works yeah. out. Always works out. Sweet. That's a fun list. Um, all right. I think uh, I think the time has come. you got to pick one of ours. I know they're pretty different. We have lots of sports on ours. Yeah. Uh, but you do, unfortunately. We do to uh, – past uh guest judges trying to derail our show we did have to implement a rule saying that you a cannot pick your own list and b have to pick one of ours regardless of how bad they are yeah who are these guests and why are they so rude to your format batman chain absolute monsters they're not podcasters Uh, i imagine he's also the nicest person in the entire world who bought me the citizen cane so he's it's a lot of he's the yin and yang with that guy He's the nicest person in the world, but I also have a recorded audio from the other nicest person in the world, Marcy, who catcher knows, saying "suck it, Batman Shane," and I have Suck it on saved, that, and I will have it saved for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's good stuff. 
That's just the, the nicest person in the world talking crap about the nicest person in the world. That's it's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Where do I go with this? Where do I go with this? Because I really have been thinking about this for like two days. The only the only mental work I've done sick the last two days was watch Sex in the City for Synonauts, <laughs> which I don't know what the crossover is here, but if anyone listening to this show likes Sex in the City... We're doing so. we're doing yeah. like a a watch through of all the seasons along with the new episodes of the new show and just like that, um, please check those out. Yeah. But other than that, it's been like trying to figure out which of these two lists I like, <laughs> I dislike less. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So I think which is weird because there are two sports here on this list. Um, on this one, uh, there and there's splits on both. I think at the end of the day, though, the Kendrick Lamar album, which was just like was enough for me to like put it on my own list, and the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show, and Top Gun in the honorable mentions, kind of pushes a little bit over the edge for me. I could care less about Jack White, but I got to give it to List A. I yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, best friends, man. That's best tight. friends. This is it, buddy. <laughs> This is it. Yeah, this sounds right. <laughs> yeah. We we have discovered that you and I have opposite tastes in things, which is okay. But yeah. this this feels. Hey, and correct. you know what? I knew we were going to be best friends because me and Ketcher both love Love Island. Also. Oh my God! So. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, we have to be kindred spirits. If that was yeah. the case, that that like, I love that there's like a Venn diagram of Love Island and Kendrick Lamar, and it's just yeah. me and Ty sitting in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and boom, I think actually also. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, yeah, that's. I mean, yes, I'm. I'm sorry, Danny, and I have to just say, hey, it's okay. I just have to say, I would prefer, like, I prefer having friends. Not that I'm giving up Ty, because Ty, I mean, we're brothers now. Um, yeah, but I, I, Ty sucks. You'll learn pretty quickly. Oh, okay, okay, good, good to know. Um, I prefer to have friends around that don't have the same taste of, in things that I do because it just broadens your horizons yeah. in terms of the stuff that you might come in contact. So, Danny, Well, if that's the case, you should watch Ted Lasso because it's okay, the okay. best show. Yeah. Like, no, I, it is a whole thing. I, Ted Lasso has become the most annoying and also most prominent part of my personality. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. It's, it's just pure joy. I just love it. It is much, a great so. – you get up early to watch an F1 race, like throw on one episode of Ted Lasso. It's like 25 minutes. Yeah. It's a great like early morning. Yeah. It's a great watch, morning yeah. show because it just puts you in a good mood for the rest of the day. It's just pure joy. Oh, I love that. Okay. Is there is there anything on our list that you either just like, hey, I hate that. Can you defend this real quick? Mm. Or, hey, I don't understand why this would be on your list. Can you explain that to me? Uh, or, or, or any questions or anything we need to defend? That was like specific you couldn't ask before. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, not really. It's more how I kind of just want to briefly talk about Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Just yeah, so more it's like about, the... I know what it is. Yeah. I just okay. mean like, what are you excited about? What are, like, cause I, I loved the books growing up. I could, I could mm. give or take the movies. Um, but the books were like huge yeah. part of me growing up. So the idea, I guess, is just it's going to be an open world like Harry Potter game. Is that the idea? Yeah, we're very big Harry Potter people. We love the books. We love the movies. We did an entire month of this show that was Harry Potter themed. That's actually when we had Ian on. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did For a whole Harry Potter month. Yeah, our Slytherin yeah. theme. Um, so we're oh, big Harry Potter right. people. Oh, that's right. That's and... right. I remember that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was he was one of we we tried to find someone that A identified as a Slytherin, B was comfortable podcasting, and he was he was the perfect choice for that. I think you it was his first podcast appearance. Really, before he came back Pop. for Synodons. Yeah. Oh, true. That's r- oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember. I remember because <laughs> yeah. we were trying to schedule our own recordings around stuff, and then stuff just sort of like kept going over, and then um, he was like, "Well, I've already I've already promised him, so I'm going to do the show." And we were like, "Yeah, of course, do it." And it was a blast. Yeah. I listened to the episode. It was great. Uh, was it? Yeah. Was it? What, someone suggested Woody was in Slytherin. Yeah, Woody's yeah, a Woody. Slytherin Dude, through and through. That yeah. was genuinely the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Like that day, <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, that is the most accurate, crazy insight he, I had never he thought tried about. To it. Kill Buzz because he was jealous. He yeah, did. Like, like multiple times. Slytherin thing. <laughs> Yeah, what is a pure Slytherin? Uh, but but uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy, yeah, we've been like begging for an open world. We want to explore the Wizarding World. Sure. Like, yeah, it's we, the closest we have thing. Seen it. Sorry, yeah. it's the closest thing you can come to other than like the uh, like theme park in Orlando. Sure, yeah, it's like right. literally the closest thing you can come to where we can explore it on our own. Yes, since like Lego Harry Potter, which was still like. Even yeah. though Lego Harry Potter is very Lego games are very fun, it's still very story based. You can't very really do a lot well. of like exploring around. Yeah, but like it's like the first time where you can. What I'm a, from what I've learned about this game, it's the first time where you can just like kind of walk around Hogwarts without any agenda, collect stuff, and just like wander around and do whatever you yeah. want without strictly following the story. Yeah, right. You also sort of get to insert yourself into the wizarding world because like you're creating a character, you're yeah. choosing the house they go into. So it's going to be the closest way to like sort of live out yeah. <laughs> like uh be getting your Hogwarts letter which has been every Harry Potter fan's dream. Yes. Yeah, I'm 27. Country, so. I'm still waiting on my letter. I'm That's convinced right. that the U- USPS <laughs> lost it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh what houses are you guys? What's the I'm name? Gryffindor. I'm Both Gryffindor? No, I'm Gryffindor. No, I'm a Hufflepuff. 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 Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I did mine like many years ago, and I think I'm a Ravenclaw. There you go. Which I, I was can happy see that. I don't yeah. know yeah. what that says about me, but I was happy not to be Gryffindor. Good things. So, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I agree. Gryffindor is the absolute pits. Well, it's, I can it's, see that because Ian's definitely Slytherin, and I yes. think Boom's a Gryffindor. Uh-huh. And in fact, Ian's defense yeah. of Slytherin was a- excellent in terms of it's just about mm-hmm. having. It's not all bad things. No, yeah. it's yeah. about yeah. having like drive and uh, yeah, and that sort of like driven personality, which I really yeah. appreciated. That yeah. Well, like ambition can be a bad thing, ambition. but it certainly doesn't have to be. Yes. Like it's not supposed to be initially, and that's the biggest thing with with Slytherin. Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, that's that's what it's just it's all about inserting yourself into the wizarding world and getting to experience that in a way that we haven't before, which is Harry Potter fans' dreams for sure. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of new characters because it's like in the eighteen hundreds. So amazing! That'd yeah, cool. I'm excited to play that. I, I think I actually will play it, so I'm I'm excited to see yeah. what happens. Sounds cool. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Uh, anything else you picked out? Oh, bat! You don't have to. I'm not saying you need to. I'm just giving you an opportunity to, if you'd like. Uh, oh, you also have Babylon on this list, and I can't. I, That's Ty. I know. Not a Damien Chazelle guy. First Man is great. Whiplash is great. <laughs> I can't. La La La. Oh, not a La La guy. Did nothing for oh, me. And this is yeah, more like. This just goes to further that we are opposite people. I love La La Land. I thought First Man is so boring. I, First Man I, is a great movie. I don't remember one thing from that movie. <laughs> excellent. We did a po- We actually did an episode on it, so yeah. you guys can check it out. But. Um, it's stunning to look at and narratively the most boring thing in the entire world. My God. 
It's like you. It's like you don't even watch movies, Danny. I I did. I promise. Hey, I just... and we'll get the real story with the Richard Linklater movie, the Apollo Ten and a Half. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. It's a Linklater movie, which is awesome. I yeah. When I he's the up, greatest director of all time. I was so. like, wow, that's yeah, amazing. It's gonna be great. Um, my only thing is like I don't have a love for like classic Hollywood, so oh, okay, it's like okay, I have neither. no draw to like the behind the scenes classic Hollywood. So that's that's why it doesn't really resonate. Why La La Land didn't resonate with me. So yeah, that's it. That that's it. That's all I got. It was a great list. Cool. Guys, honestly. Thank you. Um, we did get a couple of voicemails this week. Didn't get any emails, no letters, but I did get a, a message from Grugex Dave a in gift. our Discord. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, hey, guys, last call for uh, emails or voicemails or whatever for the episode we're about to record with Catcher. And uh, Dave just responded with a gif of the Batman uh, beating up a guy. So that's what Dave's excited for. He's oh. excited for the Batman, I think. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah take that dave sorry dave um we did get a couple voicemails this week the first one is from our friend meg weber hi you guys it's meg wanted to send in a short voicemail here to add to the positivity first i'm going to start with the movies i'm anticipating of course the first two have something in common that is harry styles i am looking forward to my policeman and don't worry darling the second one also having florence Pugh. so what more do i need to say Right behind those ones, I am also excited for Batman, which is coming out relatively soon. Just looks like it's going to be incredibly cool and and took a lot of pages out of the Denis Villeneuve book, seeing lots of Blade Runner 2049 in those trailers. Also excited about Spider-Verse 2, Death on the Nile, Aquaman 2, and Mission Impossible 7. Outside of that, super excited to move to New York. That's happening this year. And finally, Ooh. just absolutely tickled because time is going on tour again. I cannot oh, wait. Nice. I'm so ready. Well, I need time. to go see my yes. girls again. That is all I've got for you right now. Short and sweet. I love these episodes. Love spreading that positivity. Can't wait to listen. <laughs> we dunked on more things than we were stoked I about. I know. This I feel so okay. bad. Hey, it, listen, that's the vibe here. That's what we That's what we do here. She knew what she was signing up for when she listened. I am show. absolutely shook by the Blade Runner Batman comparisons. Absolutely shook. Good or bad? Yeah, Blade Runner Twenty Four Nine is a great. Movie, I don't. Right? I don't. It's not good or bad. I don't see it. But that's like one of my favorite movies ever of all time, ever, ever, yeah. ever. So, um, but if I, anytime we can praise Denny Villeneuve, I'm here for it. So, yeah, Canadian, that's right? That's my boy. Yeah, that's my <laughs> yeah, boy. dude. All Canadians love and support each other. It's a thing. <laughs> Are you surprised about that? We're from Texas where you have to support any Texan ever. (laughs) That's not true because we did. Yeah, but think about all the movies we love. said I wanted to physically assault Greg Abbott. Yeah, but we have what? David Lowry, Richard Linkletter, Wes Anderson, (laughs) uh, the guy that directed Shithouse, um, who (laughs) we both love unconditionally. He's only directed one movie. (laughs) Cooper Rafe, my son. It helps helps that he's Canadian, but... Like he's never made a film. A that's bad, and yeah, that's B true. that I haven't absolutely loved to pieces, other than like say Sicario, which I just didn't really connect with. But like Ooh, it's still I amazing. Love but like uh, yeah. I'm still I watched Sicario a year ago. I'm still stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy's the right. one that I like. I don't ever want to rewatch again. But that's just because I'm scared of spiders and there's a giant spider. <laughs> well, apparently so is he. So 
What? What? It would. It so it would seem at least. So it would seem. All right, we got another voicemail. This one is from Kev. He titled this one "Kev is feeling 22." Rankings catcher. It's Kev. Look, I've tried to do this five times already. Here's a bunch of crap I'm excited about. Um, number five, probably the most recent thing on my list. Sunday night, The Righteous Gemstones returns. One of my favorite oh, nice. comedies on oh. TV. Um, possibly ever. Uh, number four, Hideaki Anno and Shinji Higuchi Shin Ultraman, which uh, is coming you. out in May in Japan. Effortless. Who knows if that means we're going to get it this year. But uh, if you haven't seen Ultraman, it's like, what if Superman were a shape-shifting Power Ranger? And because it's oh, Anno oh, writing the what? script... Uh, who created Neon Genesis Evangelion, he's probably going to be yeah. Jesus, too. Number that three, boutique so label releases of exciting movies. Zoot Suit and Man on the Moon from Kino Lorber, Alligator from Shot Factory, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and Robocop in 4K from Arrow, and The Ooh. Last Waltz from Criterion are coming up this quarter alone, mm. with no signs of slowing down. Um, if Wiser knew any of those besides Robocop, I owe him a drink. Number two, not, <laughs> first RPG from Bethesda Softworks in six years, Starfield. And of course, I'm excited for all my favorite podcasts to continue, especially those made by people I know and love. The three of you are three of my favorites in the game, and you're all on a roll. And Catcher, don't think I didn't notice that Synonauts pivoted the week Citizen Kane came out on 4K, basically. I'm watching you guys. (laughs) Um, So there you go. I'm a bit out of touch on music, or else I'd probably have like the Jack White albums or Beach House on here. I don't know. Uh, anyway, this voicemail is long enough. Much love to you three. Happy New Year, and I'll talk to you soon. If Kev Riley is not one of your favorite people in the entire world, what are you doing? <laughs> that was a great voicemail. I love him so much. He gives the best the best voicemails in the game, yeah. Kev. He's the champ. The absolute champ of voicemails. Thank you so much, Kev. Um, sweet. Is there any anything else? Any final questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, criticisms before we skedaddle? Uh... I don't think so. I think that was. I mean, thank you so much, honestly, for this inviting me on. Like, this was so much fun. Um, just give me a platform to talk, and I will not shut up. So, uh, yeah, thank that's you. That's why we started podcasts. Was like, I'm bored. I need something to do. Yeah. I need something to talk about. Totally. Give me something to talk about. So, uh, perfect. Thank you so much, Catcher. This was a blast. Yeah. Uh, I I had a, I had a whole lot of fun. It's fun to learn. Uh, about people who think very very differently than you about things and i genuinely don't i don't think that's a bad thing nope. so i'm excited to excited to continue to pick your brain now that i know you and like we've had this introduction i f- can feel comfortable like picking your brain about things that i'm just clueless about hell yeah please send messages um send like yeah i just i love talking about and whatever so uh, i'm usually really bad at like hanging out in the village because it's a little bit yeah it's a lot um, so I, I'm usually watching, but not responding. Um, yeah, so yeah, f- feel free. Send me messages anytime. Um, and all to those kids listening at school, stay in school. Okay. Education <laughs> is good. Do your homework. Do your homework. It's good for you. Um, <laughs> and enjoy your lunch. Yeah. You listening, Jude? Yeah. I Listen hope it's up. pizza day today. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it square pizza day though? That's a big difference. Is no, it no, pizza day or is it square pizza day? It better be square pizza. Sloppy day. triangles. Oh, no. Sloppy triangles all day. <laughs> um, all right, sweet. Make sure you're listening to Synonauts if Please. you would like. Uh, if you want an introduction into the world of the Criterion Collection, if you want to make something as daunting as classic cinema and the Criterion Collection accessible, um, uh, uh, check out 
check out Synodox. Hon- honestly, if you just want to, if you just want to have the whole thing with us is if you want to have fun talking about movies, um, it, we try our best to make it accessible while slightly thought provoking. So if that's yeah. your vibe, please check us out at this at Synodox. It would be greatly appreciated. Sweet. All right, let's let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to Catcher. Make sure you're listening to Synodox. If you're not, then we're gonna fight you and me. Fight right now all right uh please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on twitter and instagram at rank kings pod never forget the double k in the middle join our discord you can find the link in our social media bios and maybe in show notes here if we figure out how to do that it's free uh, we, it's free we will oh yeah it's free we're not at money we don't charge people money we're not at that point yet it's free to join the discord if you want to we will be back with a new episode next week until then with great ability comes great accountability bye see ya <laughs> see you guys Thank you.